0: Disney Channel Movie Let's watch A Disney Channel Movie
1: Hey everybody welcome to d comedy our rewatch review whatever you want to call it podcast this month your d commentators are me lucas
2: and me emma
1: and we have a brand new d commentator joining us today Woo! it's
2: marissa hi
1: Woo! hi there marissa thanks so
0: much for joining us thank you i am so incredibly honored
2: i'm so excited to have marissa Just, i'm <laughs> sick of talking to luke
1: okay and emma turns it into an insult of course she does um but no we're very excited to have marissa with us today because she is our first uh listener guest and she's here today to talk to us about the Disney Channel classic that is Camp Rock.
0: This movie is amazing. (laughs) I am so glad there are other people in this world who have this appreciation. Thank God.
2: (laughs) Thank God. This is one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Like, I cannot tell you how much I love this movie.
1: Hey, hey, can I tell you guys something? What? I thought it was okay. That was fine.
2: Lucas, Sorry. I know what? <laughs> <laughs> I have Marissa. You can see yourself out. We don't need I know. your ass anymore.
1: I know. Look,
0: look. You have look. come to the wrong place. <laughs> I understand.
1: No, look. I, look, I was, <laughs> I, I was watching this movie, and I realized that. Oh wait a minute. I don't like this one. A huge deal st- Like it's not. Lucas. But, 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 what? Well, it's not that great. I'm sorry. I mean, it's good. It's, but I just it wasn't going crazy for it. And here's the thing, right? I remember, I have crystal clear memories of being so excited for this movie mm-hmm. to come out. I remember me and Emma, we went down to our, we went to our neighbor's house because she was also excited. We went down in their basement on their big screen. We watched Camp Rock. We danced along with all the songs. <laughs> it was amazing. It was a, uh, one of my favorite Disney Channel memories. Before I watched this movie, I did not remember anything about it, pretty much. I remembered it starred Demi Lovato and the Jonas Brothers. Almost knew nothing about the plot. And I, I kind of remembered why, because it doesn't... It, it didn't really leave, leave that big of an impact on me Lucas, after I it. Lucas, just
2: really quickly, fuck, and I cannot turn
1: enough <laughs> off,
2: Um, it is an amazing movie. This is actually, I will say, guys, for context, probably the movie, the Disney Channel original movie that I have seen most recently before, like, watching it for the podcast, because yeah, yeah. I loved it so much. I made Austin, who was our guest last week, watch it with me in college. Mm-hmm. So I saw it, like, junior year of college when we decided to watch it spontaneously because it's amazing. And is the Camp Rock soundtrack certified platinum? Because, um, <laughs> It
1: should be.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, though. I had a hard time finding it. Really? Did you?
1: The soundtrack's on Spotify.
0: You know what? I have... Oh, I guess I'm inviting myself for trouble here. I have Prime Music, and I just couldn't (laughs) find it. But they have Camp Rock 2. Just not one.
1: Oh, also, fun fact, I've never seen Camp Rock 2. I have seen Camp Rock 2 how i know look 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 we're gonna get into this more but i i but also i feel like i'm not this movie's target audience and so maybe that's why it didn't hit me that much but
2: luke do we have news let's get through because i want
1: okay well, movie, well no so hang on go. yeah sorry real quick marissa thank you for joining us today what would you say is your favorite disney channel original movie
0: oh my gosh um is it this one you know i feel like that's maybe a cop-out it would definitely be between be between like this one and halloween town
1: Okay, Good the choice. first one.
0: Good choice. Uh yeah, definitely.
1: Uh yeah, that's always a st- strong runner, but solid, solid.
0: All right,
2: Lucas, news, let's go.
1: Okay, Hold the on, only man. the only quick news we have um because we're recording a little earlier in the month than usual. Uh the only quick news we have is that they released the Descendants 3 trailer for uh the, that movie, and I I just... <laughs> these movies keep getting weirder and weirder. What are the plots weirder.
2: of these movies? I've only seen the first one. I have no idea what's going on. But Dove Cameron's wig keeps getting weirder and weirder, <laughs> and I... The commercials, there's, like, 17 villains in every movie. Like, how are one group of good guys defeating 17 villains in every movie? Like, they just keep adding villains. I don't understand what's happening.
1: Well, because they keep, like, you know, they gotta keep going through them. Although they didn't, like they're recycling one because they're having ursula's daughter come back for this one but the main villain is cheyenne jackson as hades who looks insane like i don't understand how to i can't comprehend how to describe him because he's like a normal dude in like biker leather but then he's got this huge like fire mohawk type thing you know what i mean i don't know like does everyone take a better shot at that
0: his hair is outstanding
1: (laughs) literally it's standing on end
0: oh my god (laughs) yes
2: (laughs) i have never never seen anything so wild but yeah, the descendants that are dropped. Um, there's some crazy hair happening. I don't know, like, but like, so are Hades and Ursula's daughter now also the bad guys? Like, who is the bad guy? I just do I, I don't know who to hate. I'm too confused.
1: In the first one, it was like Maleficent, Mal's mom, played by the incomparable Kristen, Kristen Chenoweth. Chenoweth. Thank Chenoweth. you. Yes, of yes. course. Um, in the na- second one, it was uh, Ursula's daughter, uh, Uma, played by China McLean. And in this one, they are, it's, Uma's still a part of it apparently, cause I think she was very popular with the young audience. Um, and Cheyenne Jackson is Hades, there's also Dr. Facilier's daughter, Celia I think is what they're calling her. Um, and there's like a sleep spell involved. I don't know. Watch the trailer. It's on our Twitter. But it like I, I said this to someone else when they sh- when the trailer came out because they were asking me about it. With these movies, I swear the special effects keep getting worse. The costumes keep getting crazier, and they just continue to seem to make less sense. Honestly, if I'm being quite frank. But I don't know. We gotta wait till it comes out.
0: All right. Let's talk about Camp Rock. I am. I was born
1: ready. Okay. I like to hear it. I like the enthusiasm. Let's dive in. So we open on a classic suburban home. We see a girl laying in bed, and we hear an, an off-screen mother yell, Mitchie, wake up. It's the last day of school. Was
2: this still in the era where we needed CDs to listen to music? That's my question.
1: 2008, I, I think it was on its way out. But because she really puts was.
2: a CD in a laptop to play, like, Mitchie's mix for, like, getting Right, to- but I-
1: had- uh, the, true, but I don't think it's, it would have been effective if she like reached over and hit play on an iPod. The fact I had
2: an she, iPod in the sixth grade, like right. The, but I'm saying
1: this is for the drama, like having her like half asleep, knock her CD into the drive, and then the music start up, and then her to dramatically flip her comforter down, so you see Demi Lovato laying there in all of her glory. I think was a uh, very good, very dramatic. Also, the
2: other note I have really quickly is I couldn't remember until I watched the movie, obviously, but I was like, was this. Pre-gap or post-gap. For my listeners that are uninformed, Demi Lovato originally got her start on a Disney Channel like mini series that was in between episodes, much like a Mike super short show called As the Bell Rings. I
0: forgot about that.
2: Yes. Yeah. And oh. so she had that's what she was on, and she had a massive gap tooth. And I couldn't remember if Cap Camprock was pre- or post-gap tooth. And I am now and I saw her face and I remembered that they actually had her close the gap to Book Camp Rock. They were really? not going to book her oh, without wow. the Gap. And so she had her Gap closed, and that's how she booked Camp Rock. And this was, like, her first Disney Channel thing.
1: Yes, because if I actually – I was looking at the uh, posters and whatnot to see if we had a tagline this month, which we really don't. Um, and it says – starring the Jonas Brothers and introducing DuSain, Demi, Demi Lovato. <laughs> because I guess they were igno- ignoring that as the bell rings existed because now that she, got the gap, work. now that she got the gap in her teeth fixed, they're rebranding her as the all new Demi Lovato. But she, uh, knocks her CD into the drive. We start playing a song as we do a classic getting ready for school montage.
2: Did, did you guys realize? And like, this is just such a weird niche thing, but like, her entire room is purple. And then when she goes to school, she's in all purple and has, like, a purple backpack and only, like, it's like she only touches purple until she goes to Camp Rock.
1: Well, I, what I what I actually wrote down, Emma, is that you and her have almost the same room aesthetic. <laughs> yes, I also which, had a purple Which so is, I... which was purple and white and then, like, the desk and the guitar, which Emma does not know how to play the guitar, everybody.
2: Another interesting note with the credits is that I totally forgot about this movie and I have seen this, like, in my 20s, I forgot, where it's like they list everything and they go, with... Kevin Jonas and Nick Jonas. I forget that Nick and Kevin are barely in this mm-hmm. movie. I forgot that too. I said too.
0: that too. It was so wild. It was literally like starring Joe Jonas and then like the other two were 100% right. an I, afterthought. Man, Joe, it's Joe's vehicle. It's
2: Joe's vehicle and the other <laughs> two are just like fucking dicking around for like two scenes.
1: Yeah, it was totally Mandala effect for me where I was like, yeah, the Jonas brothers are all there and they do the whole movie together. No, it's all pretty much primarily Joe Jonas. Although I will say I am glad they squeezed them in at all because Kevin and Nick Jonas are possibly my favorite part of this but movie. you maybe? did
2: notice that Kevin is a bad actor, right? They oh definitely, no, that's why. Oh, no. Yeah. Here, no, no. Here's what,
1: here's what. I think happened. And I, I no think proof. only
2: Joe could act.
1: Oh, oh yes, but not, that's not what I'm saying i think i i'm saying in my head i have no proof of any of this what i think happened is they wrote these parts for nick and J- nick and kevin because joe was the best actor or whatever and they wrote kevin as being a totally normal character and then they saw the kind of acting he brought to the table and so they rewrote <laughs> him to be an idiot and i'm so glad they did because it's the funniest thing in the whole movie
0: i hope to god that's the truth because nothing else can explain that choice and i'm glad for it but just nothing else can explain it, it. also
2: just like fits so well for me and then it's like everyone's like oh kevin and like in this movie like kevin can't even string a sentence together and you're like mm, classic kevin like nobody classic cares kevin. it's
1: it's I- amazing i love it
2: okay so she does a little getting ready thing, and then...
1: Emma, do you have any fashion stuff? I feel like we have fashion Just at one corner. point in
2: this montage, she wears three pairs of sunglasses at once and takes Hell them all yeah. off in a layer,
1: <laughs> which was fucking crazy. I don't know. Emma, three times the sunglasses, three times the cool.
2: I, d- I didn't even understand the physics behind that fucking... I was like, how the fuck did they do that? That was cr- movie magic. But other than that, like, I'll talk about fashion throughout it, but, like, there's not, like... It's, it's not too bad... But that glasses thing was crazy. But also she comes downstairs, and the mom is the mom from Wizard. It's Selena's mom from Wizard. Which I didn't
0: connect that until, like, I did not remember that whatsoever.
2: And I will say this right now, and I will say it again later. This mom is a wonderful actress. Yep. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Like, the sister I never had... The mother I always <laughs> like she's really good and like I I don't usually care about the parents in Disney Channel original movies and I really cared I'll about never her. get
0: it never get enough credit she is definitely one of the best yes. this film
1: she's amazing and I and I'm saying we actually we mentioned this too when we did the Lizzie McGuire bonus episode but I feel like the parents in these shows and movies do not get enough credit and on Wizards of Waverly Place, Really Plays, the parents are so funny on that yeah, show. yeah they're great and you can see that in her performance of this because she is both funny and like loving and nurturing she's a great disney channel mom uh, and her. she does does great in this uh what's her name in this connie, connie. Is her name? connie's catering right um but yeah, so she goes down to breakfast and she's like, uh, about to start eating and then she says a line that made me scream, which was, "Oh, Hot Tunes is on. Yes. <laughs> Turn it up, please." This is like MTV basically, like No, but that's the I that's what I expected. I expected a Stuck in the Suburbs style, remember that? With yeah, like yeah. the music updates, like a show dedicated to talking about the latest in hip-hop. It's just a news report.
2: Also, guys, this is the funniest fucking part of this whole movie is the fact that so like Connect 3 is this like hot boy band and- it's the jonas brothers and the news was like shane gray bad boy of connect three is back on his bad boy ways again. Like, it's like his, like the newest scandal. And they say the word scandal, like his scandal in his decom is that he just storms off the set of a music video because they obviously can't say anything about like sex, drugs, rock and roll. Like they <laughs> right. can't say anything. He's so, like, like he left early. Nah, I was like crying, <laughs> laughing. Yeah, I they was can-
1: like, yeah, they can't say he got a DUI or something.
2: No, they're like, like, and he just was pouty and he Left and they're like
1: "Mm he has a poor work ethic
0: I have such intense thoughts about bad boy Shane Gray um, (laughs) slash Joe Jonas that are just mainly centered around the outfit choices but like I feel like we can like we'll get to that
2: were they not centered around whoever was flat ironing his hair
0: because (laughs) I have several questions for that person several it might have been Joe Jonas himself to be fair who decided this needed to happen
1: No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm with Marissa I think it had to be Joe Jonas Himself, because no one in his representation would tell him, Joe, that's the look you should wear. Kevin's hair is also
0: flat ironed to (laughs) hell. Oh boy, can we? uh, Oh my god, I. We we should Kevin's hair.
1: we should save it until we meet them all in full once we get to the camp. So let's 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 peel back a little bit.
2: But keep in mind, so they go to Hot Tunes. They watch Hot Tunes. Shane Gray is a bad boy, and they're like, mm, mm-hmm. like, doesn't he know he has it all? And the girls are like, mm, no, whatever. <laughs> she goes to school for five seconds. She meets her nerdy friend who says something in Mandarin, which I was like, we're never gonna meet this friend again. Nope, but nope. the Mandarin does come in handy later. Yep. Um. And like immediately. We're in Camp Rock.
1: Well, no, yeah, also, because they introduce in the breakfast scene that she really wants to go to Camp Rock. She's, like, hiding brochures around the kitchen for her mom to find. And
2: she's like, we can't afford it. Got it, yes. got it, got it.
1: Because, you know, your dad's expanding the hardware store. And I thought, I thought, I was like, are we going to meet this dad? What are we doing here, Disney Channel? Mm-hmm. What, what is happening? We do meet the father. She has two alive parents.
2: But she goes to school and then comes back and they're like, by the way, your mom's catering the entire camp. You're going to Camp Rock. And we're yes. immediately in Camp Rock, which I loved. I don't like the bullshit of, like, let's, like, like we know we're going to Camp Rock. Let's fucking go to Camp Rock. And we I, jump I, right into
1: it. Well, I agree with it. you, but I do wish they had spent some time, like, at the school to set up Mitchie's character Don't a care. Bit. Yes, because, I completely agree. Because here's, cause here's the thing. I'm going to say yet another unpopular opinion. And I don't want you guys to come in and steamroll me until I say I'm done, okay? But just go with me on this. Hi. I hate Mitchie, <laughs> and i i and wait please let me explain i do not hate demi lovato she's doing a fine job she's singing her heart out love it Mitchie is a horribly written character Mitchie's dream is to go to a camp where they teach you how to be a rock star and once she gets there we find out she's afraid to sing in front of people what was your plan Mitchie? what were you gonna do if you don't like singing in front of people I don't agree with you at all. I'm not done. I'm not not done. I'm not done. done. I didn't say I'm done. And then, and, and it's not, the movie is not about her overcoming this. It's about, she just overcomes it at some point. It's about her not being popular which is when wanting to be popular and having to realize she wants to be herself and all I'm saying is if had we spent some time at the school that I agree with seeing she wasn't popular they they should have
2: shown that she was a real loser and they didn't do that no but I also to make us understand why she wanted to be popular so I agree with that 110% I don't agree with the, every nonsense you're spouting about her needing. Like, like, she obviously,
0: like, she's a camp rock newbie. Everyone else has been there for years. Like, she's nervous. I don't think that's weird. I have to kind of side with Lucas here a little bit. <laughs> not that I don't think it is the best you movie can just, ever you can,
1: made. You can just say you agree with me on something. We don't have to agree on everything. Nobody I- wants
0: to say that, Luke. You want to that's embarrassing. No, but, like, I feel like there were definitely moments where I was like, she's not, like, what is her motivation here? Like, it's not super well-established
1: yeah but it's it all, all I'm kind
0: of irons out like. I don't know. I feel that a little
1: bit. Okay, I'll give you that. That it kind of by the end of it, you kind of buy into it. I more. do
0: really want to
2: iron out like what are the requirements for going to Camp Rock because some people just seem to be like amazing singers. Some people seem to only do like lights and audio, and some people mm-hmm. just seem to like break dance. Like I, I, that has nothing to do with rock. Like 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 what are the requirements for being at Camp Rock? Like do you or what does or
1: what or, or what does Camp Rock teach? Do they just teach everything? Like oh, <laughs> um, I like, know
2: that he teaches hip hop dance because. Joe Jonas a yes, class and it, yes, I mean, that was the does. wildest part of this fucking movie <laughs> but, uh, if
1: by wildest you mean amazing yes but um, also yeah this, she gets the news that she's going to Camp Rock freaks out and then we're immediately there like i a sad
2: also can we all talk about so Demi Lovato closed her gap and me and my friend Molly my best friend growing up we used to have a thing called the Demi Lovato smile which is like that like insane cracked out smile you have when <laughs> like all your teeth show and that's because of this movie like when Demi Lovato smiles in this movie it's like Like you can see Every single one of her fucking bicuspids Like it's like her entire mouth open so wide She could swallow the world It's crazy
1: it's, I did notice that but I didn't want to write anything down Because I thought it sounded too mean But thank you for going there Emma The only thing mean I wrote down about Demi Aside from the poor writing around her character Which I'm surprised you haven't called out Is what's going on with her bangs Yo, I love her
2: bangs knows. I love her bangs You I like love... her bangs?
1: They look I'm crazy a bang- to
2: me uh, Guys this might lose me some fans I'm pro bang. I love bangs on anyone. I think everyone should have bangs. I have bangs.
1: I don't have a problem with bangs when they're done well, but they just look like they're doing a bad bad. job framing her face. I love them.
0: this was a choice. I don't know (laughs) about it.
1: Well, anyway, we go to Camp Rock. We see people just randomly hip-hop dancing. There's one guy uh, who will learn his name, Andy, who just has drumsticks on him at all times. He's the king of this movie. Just (laughs) just going around hitting anything he can touch with his drumsticks. Like, get your
2: fucking drumsticks off the bus. Like, you didn't pay for that bus. Like, why are you drumming on a bus?
1: Because they have to let the audience know that he's a drummer. Emma, that's the only way they can do it if he carries drumsticks all the time. Haven't you watched any movie ever before? Uh, we also see there's a huge like limo right behind the bus, and I was like, oh, what's gonna be in there? I
2: thought it was gonna be the Jonas Brothers. It's I thought not, it was gonna be Justin. Test Tyler.
1: Yeah, let's talk about Test Tyler because okay, Mitchy pulls up, and then they see a blonde, very thin. Girl, get oh, out of Oh, the- very
2: thin. You mean fifteen fucking pounds? Oh. <laughs> this Holy woman?
0: gee! Oh my
1: god.
2: Thank you, Mercer. Can we talk about how thin she is? I
1: actually had a note about how thin she is, not here, but later at the campfire jam.
2: The fact that Disney would ever let this woman on television is irresponsible. Like I, it is irresponsible. No young woman should
0: ever see this woman. Like I, she is. 15 pounds when she dances it literally looks like her body parts are like detaching i have a note on that specifically it's like three twigs swaying (laughs) in the wind and like it's
2: somehow in unison but not really it's crazy they let that on television and i am disappointed disney channel like no and they also like guys like this is the last time we'll talk about it because like People have their own things, but like they make multiple comments about her not eating carbs and like not eating food and like
1: This was in the Lizzie McGuire movie too, and it's like they make
2: like weird dieting comments about her and I'm like, She's fifteen pounds. You shouldn't never have this on a children's programming network. Like, it's crazy they allowed that back then. Yeah,
1: well, I I think that's just become, not become, I think that was at the time a very, like, rich girl thing for them to put into a movie or TV show that, like, oh, I don't eat carbs. Or, like, oh, carbs before 10 uh, a.m. Do you uh, understand what
0: I'm
2: saying? That it's so irresponsible to have, like, a 15-pound girl being like, I don't eat carbs. Like, that's fucked up, and no kid should watch that.
1: Right, that's what I'm saying, is that, like, I think they put that on, like, rich girl, because they thought it made them sound snooty but then when you also have them be incredibly almost in- unhealthily looking thin it really paints a bad picture
2: I will say one thing to get us off of the dark subject I love the name Tess Tyler and it's well, of, course, of, you names, of so. course you do of course you
1: do it's our last name Emma <laughs> which I was a little offended that they gave our last name to the snotty stuck up rich girl and rival and she's
2: also a great I love her in this she's a great villain she's great well
1: I <laughs> wish she was written a little better like most things in this movie but but I'm this remember. actress
2: is laying it down she's laying she it. is She's doing
1: again. Actors are doing the best they can with. What they also, can do.
2: she gets out of the limo for Camp Rock, and they literally else notice this, they have like a leaf blower on her face. Like the amount of wind, yes, that <laughs> yes, from her hair to make it look like she's a movie star. Like they have a full-on leaf blower in her face. Of course, like they it's, do. Blasting her hair backwards.
1: And okay, so the mom and Missy roll up in the truck, and then they go into their cabin. And we meet the camp counselor, the guy who runs the camp, whose name is uh oh, it's something weird.
0: Brown Cesario. Brown. Yeah, I remember brown.
1: this. Yeah, it's brown. I love com- this color. fucking
0: coked out Australian guy. He I
1: is love him so too. Coked is he out- Australian though? Yes. I Downey- I wrote down he's Australian, but as the movie went on, I was like, is he? What accent is he doing?
0: This man is just like carrying the weight of this entire movie on his back, and he knows it. Like he just knows it throughout the entire. Thing.
2: Yes, yes, hundred percent. He is taking this movie more seriously than anyone else involved. Like
1: absolutely, hundred percent.
2: Selling me on this. Do I? Does he seem a little cracked out? <laughs> yes, like. But does that buy into his former rock star persona? also yes like i really love him i okay so i remembered him obviously because who could forget but the woman that works in there's like the camp director D- of giggles who is that woman where did she come
0: from nothing on this entire earth will tell me that she isn't just snorting lines of cocaine before no. she yes! should, because i'm seen yes! every time thank you both of them are like she is Out of
2: her mind every single time we see (laughs) her, she grabs a live mic and it's like.
1: like no, I, I disagree. screaming I the like. mic. I think Brown's doing the coke in the, back room, in the back room. I think she's doing like a Paula Abdul like over medicated on prescription pills type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, that's vibe that. I
1: get from her, like a Paula Abdul type situation.
2: I just didn't remember her at all and then she showed up and then was there multiple times and I was like, who is this woman?
1: Every time she shows up on screen, I was just like, oh, not her, please, anyone, get Brown out here, please. But yeah, so they go to the cabin, he comes in and he's like, hey, you must be our new chef. I'm not gonna do the accent because i don't have don't faith in myself. try um I, I i'm so glad you guys are here uh you know and she's like i've heard so much about you or whatever and she's like yeah this is my daughter and missy just runs out doesn't say hi to him and he she and he's she's like oh well you'll meet her she has a great voice and he, she, he and he's like oh trust me i knew uh, like i was i forget but something something he he name drops mick jagger and aerosmith in this scene which is the because yeah. i because i always mm-hmm. wonder when they do stuff like that if they have to pay Mick Jagger. The hey, don't, the I, don't. I, I it just, it's interesting to me. So we cut to uh, like this big stage in front of a lake. All the kids are sitting on the ground in front of it, like lining up. And she's like looking, walking around being like, Oh, do we know? Oh my First of
2: all, sorry guys. Where was this filmed? Do we know?
1: Canada. Canada
2: had like, to be Canada I, I felt it in my heart that it was yeah. Canada but it does look like a real camp and to certain points yeah, like
1: well I mean I imagine they filmed it at a camp in Canada god, that's great. <laughs> I, I just don't think they but they I don't think they filmed it in American camp I imagine it's a real camp somewhere I did
0: look this up it is a YMCA in Canada oh my oh. god thank you of oh, a <laughs> YMCA fantastic I absolutely love it like the bougiest YMCA anyone has ever seen like I'd like to know how much was set design and how much just Pre-existed.
1: I would also like to know that actually. I mean, I imagine like the dance rooms and stuff were YMCA, but I imagine like maybe some of the cabins and the mm. st- and the stages p- and stuff. But whatever. Um, but so yeah, she is like walking back, marveling thing, and she bumps into the woman we noted to become Tess Tyler. Like she bumps into her circle. I'm so sorry, I didn't see you. And she's like, uh, clearly and uh, walks off with her. Do we meet the two cronies yet? Are they in this scene? I don't care. I don't they're know. I don't care. They're, they're, not, they're, they're not as important as the movie wants you to think. Um, and so she's like, oh, sorry, and she storms off. And then we meet uh, our next leader.
2: Allison lady. Stoner, baby! Yes. yes. I love her! I love her! I had actually forgotten her. she was in this movie. I didn't. I've never forgotten a single thing she did, including Mike' super short show.
1: Well, yes, of course. I mean, I like Allison Stoner. I just forgot she was in this movie so much. I was like, oh, yeah, Allison Stoner's character in this movie.
2: Nothing is funnier to me in this whole movie, than when... She meets Alice Zunner's yes. oh, character. Oh, no, Emma, wait,
1: Emma wait, wait, wait. No, let me, no, let me like... have this. Please, please let me have this. <laughs> this is the hardest I laughed in the whole movie. Please let me have this, Emma. She, she walks up, Alice Zunner's like, oh, that's <laughs> just Tess Tyler. You know, she's a mean girl, whatever. And she's like, oh, wow, I love her mom's music, because her mom's like a pop star. And yeah. she's like, oh, by the way, I'm Caitlin, soon to be world famous producer. And then she goes to her laptop, which she has sitting there, types like three keys, and they just play like some video game beeps and boops <laughs> over it, just like, beep, 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 beep. And it's the funniest thing in the whole goddamn she movie. She
2: keyboard smashes a laptop, and it's like, and then yeah, just... all of a sudden out of the laptop comes like marimba music. We well, <laughs> yeah, like, And I was like, oh, obviously super famous music producer. That's in her future. No,
1: it just it didn't sound like anything. It didn't sound like any kind of music. Like they definitely just told Alison Stoner, just hits a couple of keys on the keyboard, and we'll play something over it in post. And what they decided on, it was not music. It was just nonsense. And I started dying laughing.
0: Can I just like would this be an appropriate time to just make a comment on her her outfit choices? Yes, yes, please, let's talk about <laughs> oh it oh, what's happening, my God. I can't even pretend that this wasn't my dream aesthetic when I was in, like, the midst of 2006. But looking back on it, oh my god, the multiple shirts. She's always in two shirts.
2: Like, stacked
0: incredibly on top of each other with some sort of insane statement
2: earring and, like, neon blue eyeliner. I'm not sure what that was doing for her character,
0: but it's in every scene. Every single one. Like, I wish I could be the person who designed her outfits because, like... A, real. Like, A, I remember this, but B, why?
2: But it's also like, okay, so like, in, this is, you know, back in the day, guys, when we were young, used to do oh, this Lord. thing, it was like, cami and then like, Abercrombie shirt over the cami. Tess Tyler does that a little bit. You see it on her cronies. This is not like a, like, like a neutral cami and then like the Abercrombie shirt over it. This is like, Ellison Stoner is wearing like two insanely different, vibrant, clashing shirts at the same time. One will be a tank, one is a shirt, and she wears them over one another, and then, like, wears an insane, like, dangly earring.
0: An outstanding choice made by An all. outstanding
2: choice. A brave choice. A brave choice. <laughs> Luke, I
0: don't about right. nothing right. for
2: 20 minutes. <laughs> Shut up.
0: The people care about this.
2: Uh, speaking of, like, style, let's slide right into the fact that, so after this, we meet Allison Stoner. She's a producer, her and Demi connect. We're gonna go into an, another limo, which is gonna have Connect Three in it, which is the Jonas Brothers.
1: Wait, no, no, no! Don't, don't skip over the fact that that annoying lady comes up and she's trying to give this announcement. And we these talked two, about her. No, but then the two guys who we know, who we learned to be known as the Hasa La Vista crew, show up and they just start like rapping in the middle of her announcement. <laughs> these two just,
2: guys, okay, keep in mind, I don't know their names. That's
1: fine. Uh, these two
2: guys have so much something. screen time. To do nothing. Nothing. Did you guys notice that? They're yeah, in like every scene, and they say and do nothing.
1: I think, I th- honestly, I think we, we, we've we gotten this feeling in a couple movies before. I think a lot of this movie was left on the cutting room floor. Yes! Yeah. I feel like oh, their definitely.
2: entire story was because, left on the cutting room because floor.
1: Because they're, they're, like, with Allison Stoner, uh Mitchie, and the other girl, Lola, I think is her name. Um, they're like with them in every, in like whenever they interact, so they're like at the lunch table in the background talking to them a yes. little bit, maybe getting a couple lines. We do not learn their names until the last 10 minutes of the movie. And it's, uh, Baron and what is the other one? Sander are, I think, are their two mm-hmm. names. And then but Andy's the guy that plays in the character. even their
2: decoms, like they'll have those people and then they're good for like comedic relief. They don't even use them to do that. They're not like, d- like not one of them's like saying like dumb shit to like for a laugh. Like they're just always there and they don't do anything. No.
1: Same. They do not do anything until the last ten minutes of the movie, and even then they just Except do for
2: dance. They do dance. Right. They, so they, they, they dance. It that's a, they're that's about shaking it.
1: But yeah, she's giving the announcement that, like, all right, everybody get excited for Final Jam. That's going to happen at the end of the week. Anyway, now we cut into the limo. And uh, we see Who's Joe straightening Jonas.
2: straightening Kevin Jonas' hair? His hair would probably be, like, a normal length for a man, curly, but they straighten it to the fact that Kevin Jonas is rocking, like, a shoulder-length Rachel from Friends. Like, his... <laughs> hair is so strange he's also wearing a large scarf in a way that i've only seen oprah wear scarves like i i I, like this was not hot in this era like i i know this to be true like this is not something we were all lusting after i'm so
0: confused i don't think i mean i looked this up just to get an idea but he was 20 in this movie and just imagine (sighs) being in that like mind palace
1: you're
2: 20. <laughs> and it by- bums me out, man. It bums me out.
1: We as a nation have put Kevin Jonas through a lot. And I think we need to apologize to him. He didn't deserve
2: him. this. He no. didn't deserve this. I will say, full disclosure, I mean, not right now. I'm 26. I'm fully over it. But de- de- taking back in time to be... Nick Jonas, so cute so cute, I understand why we were all culturally obsessed with him. I, I think I Nick Jonas it.
1: looks like 12 years old here, though. He looks Marissa, so young. yeah, he
2: looks so young. Were you a Joe or a Nick girl? We all know that you were somebody with, you were always one. And oh, no, yeah.
1: And it was never Kevin. It was never Kevin.
2: It was never Kevin. Were you a Joe or a Nick?
0: I was a Joe girl, and <gasps> let me establish the fact that when I was watching this movie, when they came onto the screen, I onto the onto the yeah onto the screen, I screamed, oh! Um, all the feelings came flooding back, and I'm now re- like my love for Joe Jonas has been reignited.
2: I was also a Joe girl, so I'm glad that we're of the same
0: the same mindset because I don't have to berate you for being
2: wrong in your oh, opinion. No. But I was also a Joe girl, and like. And I do think that Joe girls were, like, the more, like, confident dynamic of the women. So we're on the right side of history
0: with this. I love um, that that's a thing. I had no yeah,
2: idea. Yeah, 110%. It was like you were way more – it was like the annoying personality people were always Joe girls, Um, which I love for us. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, <laughs> uh i i do feel for nick and his diabetes which we heard so much about during this era but i forgot he
1: had diabetes
0: how How could you you?
2: forget that (laughs) we treated his diabetes like a truly life-threatening illness every single concert but i agree with you ten thousand percent i make fun of the jonas brothers on a daily basis now when they like came out in this movie i was like I lost my breath for a second, just, like, looking at... Like, I. it took me back to some place where, like, I was obsessed with them, I was in love with Joe, and I was not okay. I was 100%, (laughs) like... Like, I was... Like losing my breath.
0: Absolutely same.
2: Keep in mind, guys, for context. Joe looks like shit in this. Movie. <laughs> he looks like absolute garbage. Like his hair is straightened into a bob. Like he looks. <laughs> his face is seventy five percent eyebrow. The other thing I want to bring up really quickly before we move on is that like they're all in this Uber or limo. It's a limo. Like, Lin- Uber, Lin- Lin- Uber. 2008. That was okay. Way ahead of its time. But they're all in this limo, and they're like, "You gotta go, man. You like the labels pissed at you." Because you're a bad boy for going offset. So they're going into this thing, and then they say this insane line, which is like, oh, you know, like we were just campers a few years ago, and like that's where Connect 3 connected like we met here are they pretending these people aren't related they yeah. all fucking look so visibly related why would you not just make them brothers that is such a weird choice by the screenwriter i was is. like yeah that I is that the dumbest role. thing i've ever heard just it, make them brothers i think it's so much easier
1: i don't think they're brothers no yeah my favorite line in this limo is yeah. So they give the exposition that he's got to do this for the uh the record label and for the press that he's like you know going back to his roots teaching the kids whatever. And then he's like I don't want to do it obviously and they're like well you have to. And then Kevin says, "Oh, also, could you make me like a birdhouse or something?" And this becomes the only good joke in the whole movie in my opinion. The fact that Kevin consistently brings up how much he wants a birdhouse and the fact that he does not get it by the end of the film hurt me physically.
2: They don't pay off that joke at all. They no. don't, but they
1: they keep bringing it up and it makes me laugh every time and Kevin's delivery of it is amazing, but then they do not pay it off.
0: It's all the man wants and they can't just give him this one thing like hasn't Kevin suffered enough they put him in a fucking scarf poncho give him this
1: (laughs) everybody I imagine so the Jonas Brothers are back now obviously Um, I imagine they're going to start doing tours and stuff soon everybody it is everyone's duty as an American and as a fan of the Jonas Brothers to give Kevin Jonas a birdhouse when you see him at one of these concerts because he deserves it
2: or just give him a break just give him a break
1: just give him a break or just just say I'm sorry you've been through so much sir he's endured Uh, so much thank you for your service Um, And then they also reveal that Brown is his uncle. How Um, are these people related? Yeah, why isn't he Australian then? What?
0: (laughs) I'm so glad you said that because I thought it was me.
1: No, 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 it doesn't make any sense.
2: The Jonas Brothers are so clearly from New Jersey. Like, so
0: visibly New Jersey. Oh, we are proud of that. (laughs) Like, I remember being a child in New Jersey. We are proud of that. As you should be. But they do
2: yeah, have an Australian be. uncle. I can see that from looking at them in within two seconds.
1: And then, yeah, so, he goes, so then he goes to meet the uncle. And he's like, oh, yeah, there's my boy, Shane. So glad to see you. And he's just, you know, pissed about this whole situation. He's very mean. But then we cut to the opening night. Jam, right? Is okay, that? Keep in mind,
2: guys. There's like sixteen jams, and none of them are like really able. No, that like, no. To get everything is jam. The...
1: There's the opening night jam, the pajama jam, the final jam, obviously. The and final there...
2: jam, the campfire, the campfire jam. The campfire jam.
1: That's the fourth one. Everything is jam, and I love it. Oh no, sorry. Before I think before the. Oh no! First we see her. And the mom in the kitchen, she's helping her prepare food because that's is part where
2: the... she hears the song. <laughs> yes,
1: I I almost skipped like the oh, most important part yes. of the movie.
2: He hears her play it.
1: Right. Cause she's helping her mom in the kitchen and then she's because she has to do that as part of the deal to let her go here. And then she's like, go set up at the in the dining hall. She goes to set up and there's a piano in there, and she plays a couple like notes and sings her This is real, this is me, exactly where I'm supposed to be song. And uh, we don't hear the full thing until later, but it's a Keep great song. in
2: mind, this song is fucking amazing. It
1: is. It's a great song. Oh, yeah.
2: Even this acoustic piano version, I was like, chills. Full-on <laughs> chills. This is real. This is me. Like, I was all in.
1: But as he's walking... Away from his uncle or whatever, he gets like mobbed by all the kids because they all know, you know, Shane Gray, international pop stars here, and they start chasing him. And he just like ducks under a bush and somehow evades all of them. Like they know they spent like they're terrible at looking for him. And he also kind of terrible at hiding because he's not hiding behind that bush very well. But uh, and he hears her play, and he's just like, "Huh, wow!" And this is going to become a major story point. But he doesn't have any like look of like wonder on his face, like, "Wow, that's like that that sound, it's incredible." Well, we or also like
2: abandoned that. this for a fuse. Yeah, so
1: that's another problem I have with this movie is I remember this keep in this mind, really quickly, rest- I
2: just, I do want to say really quickly, cause. I was this, talking, but fine. No, I don't care. You're <laughs> anti, and I don't care about it. I'm not anti. I mind. just
1: have some, <laughs> I just have some challenging opinions. I do the wanna fact say you want to silence me. Really quickly, and I'm I've right. thought this
2: before I watched this again for this podcast, I've always thought this, is that like, much like my least favorite movie in the world, Avatar by James Cameron. (laughs) I hate Avatar, and if you follow me on Twitter, you will know that like I am on a full campaign against Avatar. Avatar is just Pocahontas with blue people. They they just steal the complete plot of Pocahontas. This movie is basically plus. If you, I forgot about the mom storyline, but it's the Little Mermaid. That's that's what this is like. It is.
1: He hears a song
2: by someone, and she's lying and putting on a fake. Thing. It is the Little Mermaid
1: I disagree. in can
2: Canbrock setting.
1: I disagree. I, I, because, because, right. because I had that note too that I remembered this movie as being Disney Channel original movie Little Mermaid, where the whole thing is about Joe Jonas trying to find this one girl with like the perfect voice for whatever reason. It's never really given a reason why he wants to find her in the movie. It's just because, like, he thinks she sounds good, I guess. It's, that's not the main plot, because this, uh, but it's there, so I will give you the fact there's a little, there's a drop of Little Mermaid, but you know what there's a much bigger drop of? Goddamn mean girls. This movie has so much mean girls in it, it's crazy. In
2: what way? When have you seen mean girls in the past ten years? I, like I
1: mean, Both of those notes.
0: Like literally. Yes, that's both what I'm saying. Those it, because it's
1: both. It's the Little Mermaid plot, guy trying to find the girl, whatever. And it's also Mean Girls, where the main character, admittedly, it's not the same thing where she's trying to like. But it's a, also, be, be, it's not just the, the guy trying to
2: find the girl, it's the fact that she's lying and making a fake thing, and that's what's actually preventing her from like being like that's the same thing as Little Mermaid, where like she actually can't get with him because she's trying to be a human, like she's trying to be rich and famous, but she's not. You know what I'm I... saying?
1: I no, that is not what happens to the little mermaid. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about it's mean no it's mean girls because she has to suck up to the super popular girl and realize that who she is as a person admittedly there's not the whole plot where she's trying to like overthrow the mean girl or do something to her like the Janus, but she has her, like, real true friends that she, like, shoves aside to be like, popular, and she okay, has to fine. go on a journey of self-discovery. It's freaking mean girls more than The Little Mermaid. So, we go to the opening night jam.
2: Lola is also a character that was on the cutting room floor. I yes, forgot absolutely. about this woman completely. Definitely.
1: We meet Lola, she performs a song, and, like, we learn that her, uh, she's very talented, because her mom is on Broadway, and then Caitlin says, like, yeah, but that doesn't matter to any of the kids here, they all care about the bling, and I was like, is Broadway not good enough for these kids? Also- also, do you not get, like, I didn't
0: get that vibe from any character except from Te- except for Tess. Yes, Like, yes. no one right. else yeah. cares.
1: No, everyone else is really chill, it seems like. I mean, it's so weird. But it's one of those things, the movie's telling and not showing, where they're just like, oh, everybody here is very intimidating to Mitchie because, you know, she's just the cook's daughter and she comes from a nothing background. And so they're telling her that, like, people are going to look down on her. But we really don't see that ever in the movie. Except when she starts, when her whole lie revealed plot happens, and then everyone hates her because obviously. And so, yeah, Lola does her whole song. They have that interaction that freaks Mitchie out, and then Test Tyler comes in. The song also in. has
2: nothing to do with what's going on. Which I thought was interesting. It's like the song is nothing; it's not a plot thing. Like,
1: well, I mean, you bring up a good point that we should reference is that this is a musical. But it's not a traditional musical. We've talked about that. That's difference what I'm before. trying to
2: say. Yeah, right. It's like the songs don't serve a narrative purpose most And they're of and them. they're
1: actually performing the songs in the universe. It's not like in high school musical or zombies where they just like do an aside and are like, and now I'm singing about my feelings. It's like, all right, I'm gonna get up on stage, I'm gonna sing the song I wrote. Um but Tess comes up and uh she like uh Mitchie introduces herself, she's like, Oh, I love your mom so much. And she's like, Yeah, of course you do, because she's TJ Tyler. And uh she's like, who's your, like, who are you related to? And she's like, oh, I mean, like, she, I mean, I have my dad. She goes, what does
2: your dad do? And he, she says he runs, he runs a, hardware, a store.
1: hardware store. And she's like, okay, bye, poor girl. should not say that. But, but that's, my that's mom. But she says, but my mom, uh she's the CEO or whatever of Hot Tunes TV in China. And so, you know, I'm super rich and cool. And I know all these people in the industry. It's no big deal.
2: I didn't forget about this whole subplot. And the subplot actually, like, These, I'm so numb to these stupid movies after doing this podcast. This actually made me really sad. Her mom is so cool and nice and so down to like help her. The fact that she lies about her mom, it really cut me deep.
1: And I was really waiting for a scene that her and the mom were going to have where she, the lie gets revealed to her mom and then she's going to, she was going to be mad at her daughter for being ashamed of her and they were going to have a whole emotional talk. And that doesn't happen in this movie. And I feel like it was, they set that up but didn't go with it. You know what I mean?
0: Connie is far too good for. Her moody child for this. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Yeah,
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: she's too good for me.
2: She's too good for all of us. Like I, we none of us deserve her.
1: Amen. Um, and then so they're like, "Oh, hey, awesome! You should come sit with us." Or then they do they immediately invite her into the cabin? I don't remember. Yes, oh yeah. Yes. And she's like, Oh, we have a spare bed in our cabin. You should come stay with us. She's like, Oh, wow. That'd be great. And she abandons Allison Stoner, which is a sin that equates death in my book. You Ugh. never abandon Allison Stoner. She has been nothing but nice to you and you just throw her on the wayside like a piece of trash. How dare Jumping
2: you? Jumping to, as you were saying, your funniest part of the movie was the Allison Stoner Marimba music. My favorite part of this movie that made me laugh incessantly was like, so they go back to their cabin and Tess Tyler is holding a poster of her own mother <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> seemingly from Tiger Beat magazine and calling her mother on the phone. And to which she's blown off and we learned that like her she's like her mom doesn't pay attention to her, and that's like her whole like villain origin story. But we see this poster multiple times. She has posters of her own mom all over her room and then looks at these posters of her mom like in times of trouble like they're like the magic mirror from snow white it is so funny to me i can't even begin to describe it
0: we are being just viciously clubbed over the head with the fact that it's like this is an important thing she has abandonment issues. <laughs> she is yeah. longing for her. You will notice because she's
1: staring at the photo insanely, like the only way she gets to see her mom is by <laughs> looking at <yeah>. the photo. <laughs> yes, yeah, like she's never seen her face in years. Like
2: she must look at a Tiger Beat poster. Like why wouldn't she have a photo of them together? Like a normal child. Like no. why is she looking at like a magazine rip out poster every time her mom is brought up? It's so crazy.
1: Speaking of things we get beat over the head with, uh, she comes. In and uh, she makes uh, like a test. Gives her the bed next to her, and she says Peggy has to move. That's one of the. She has two. uh, I don't know if you actually mentioned them. She has two sidekicks, two mean girl sidekicks, Peggy and Ella? Ella. Peggy and Ella. And they are both largely uh uninteresting and unimportant, which I was disappointed by. They
2: feel so less on the cutting room floor, so less on the, until the final yeah. jam, you're like, why did we not hear anything from them?
1: But, uh, but so then she's also like, oh, hey, that's a cool charm bracelet, Tessa. And she's like, oh, yes, my mom has a charm every time she wins a Grammy. And it's got, you know, a bunch of like music notes on it. And guys, audience, that's going to become important later. So So keep that in the back of your head. Um, and again, just beating it over the head that she's, you know, rich and successful. and
2: Well, also, randomly, they ask her, because Demi Lovato has, like, one tiny duffel bag of clothes, they're like, how are all your clothes in there? And she's like, oh, I got rid of most of my clothes. Something comes out, like, where she got something, and she's like, oh, it's from, and she uses the Mandarin that her high school friend said to her in the first scene. And she's like, it means happy summer. And pretend it's a Mandarin boutique because of Hot Tunes China, which is like a nice callback to that random scene. Where it you're is. Mandarin I, I
1: thought like. I thought that was a good bit of writing. I liked it. Um, and then they all and they also see her songbook, and they say, "Oh, you write songs." Also.
2: Fucking wild. Yeah, bitch, it's Camp Fucking Rock. Doesn't everyone write songs? Why were they acting like she had like a growth on her face for writing songs? I was like, she
1: said Camp Rock, is that not the point of this shit? Well, no, the weirder thing is they're just like, oh, well, we'd lo- like, that's cre- great, do you have anything good? And then she just starts singing it in front of them. Like, she's just like, like, there's no like thing like where she's like, oh, you know, man, I'll sing one for you. something she just starts going like, uh, this is real, uh, this is me. And like, just uh, out of nowhere, it really threw me. I was like, it I didn't was think they, so awkward. Yeah, I was like, I didn't I didn't think they meant sing it now without any bad music behind it but for I mean, a
2: place called camp Rock where you would assume there are rock instruments there's so much acapella happening yeah, yeah I, I it's wild
1: and so then it cuts to like breakfast
2: here's okay i'm gonna say one thing really quickly, really, and i don't know if you guys noticed this and raise your hand if you did didn't notice this until i saw this movie this time how insane the lunchroom set design of this movie is. There is a massive fruit salad Housed inside a drum? I did not. No, the, the only thing—the only
1: thing I noticed that made me scream was the soda dispensing trumpets
2: trumpet? Yes, yes. Guys, that's not even it. At a certain point, they serve cookies out of a guitar case. Like <laughs> every single food display is somehow incorporated into an instrument, and it is fucking insane. It's. I, I love like the, that though. It's. I know. I, I absolutely love it. That I never noticed it until this point, and whoever did the set design deserves.
0: A, lo- a race it's incredible and you know who that could be attributed to Connie Torres
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that, is, that the is, is the true culinary ge- true culinary genius of Connie Connie Torres she's incredible um, and then so they do breakfast and she's like sitting with Caitlin and Lola and then those two guys whose names we don't know um, and one of them calls her Mia Moore she's, they're like oh what's up Mia Moore and they definitely had a scene where he hit on her earlier and it's Lola's left on the cutting room on the floor, cutting room floor. Uh-huh. And uh but then Tess comes in and is like, oh, uh, Michi, we're over here. And then she leaves them to go sit with them. And I'm like, stop abandoning Alison and Stoner. And then we cut to like the first actual class of this camp that we see, which Brown is teaching and uh he's like all right he wants to come up and sing and mitchy doesn't raise her hand because as i said she has stage fright at this point
2: but everyone else raises their hand because they're all right because like they're
1: and all you know jazzed but brown picks her because she doesn't want to sing because he's a professional educator and he knows how to bring out the best in his students god damn it she sings a little bit of this is real this is me and then everyone in the class is like whoa she's really good and then he's like oh was that an original that was really good it was a good job and then you see this this like look on Tessa's face of just like, uh, competition. Dun dun dun.
2: Also, this is the this class is the first time that you fucking realize that Tess Tyler has no rhythm because they're all like clapping in the beginning, and Tess cannot even clap to the beat. I'm like, then <laughs> that's a sign of what's to come where like she cannot dance without looking like three disassociated twigs like waving in the wind. Like it's so bad.
1: Um but like Peggy and Ella are like, oh my gosh, that was so good, blah 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 blah. And then uh Tessa's like, you know what? Uh, we should totally all perform together at final jam. Cause she's like, you'll be a great background singer. And we like never let people into our group. And then she's like, Oh, well, I kind of wanted to sing solo. And she's like, Oh, well, that's ambitious singing solo at your first final jam. Wow. You're brave. And then she's like, Oh no, 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 you're right. I, I think it'll be fun if we all do a number together. And she's like, awesome. Great. Wow. And then uh we see Brown waking Shane up by dumping water on his head.
2: Nothing is funnier than this scene to me, and this is all we have to talk about it, is that like Shane's like a lazy entitled pop boy, and like he won't wake up to go to his classes and teach them whatever. There is a vase of flowers next to his bed. The flowers are so visibly fake. Yes. <laughs> like they are they are plastic.
1: They got and them out of a magician's sleeve.
2: <laughs> literally, they are visibly plastic. Brown takes the flowers out and dumps the water on his face. And like, they do the whole like, ooh like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm just waking you up. You gotta go to uh, uh, class. And then on the way out, in a hilarious line, Brown's like, can you put some water back in those flowers? They look a little dry. They're plastic. <laughs> like, why would you even draw attention to those plastic flowers that you fucking visibly pulled out and we saw that were fake? Like, it is so crazy that that was a line. Like, I was like, I was like, why would you draw attention to
0: your fake fucking flowers? I think it's around this point where he like, kinda like, like marches Shane up to the classroom. And there's this beautiful line where Shane's like in my world, that is all about me. And Brown being just the sass queen that we all need <laughs> is just like, well, this is my world or yes. something like that. It was yeah, amazing.
1: I, he like puts his arm around him and is like, well, look around we're in my world. And I was like, damn Brown hitting him hard. I love it. I um, will also, um I think it's maybe a little bit before that is uh Shane comes Shane comes into the kitchen uh to complain about the fact that
2: his food allergies are not being honored.
1: Yes, which is a legitimate concern, but he's being a bit of a jerk about it. But Mitchie is of course nervous about getting caught in the kitchens especially by this pop star that she likes. Also her room had posters of Connect 3 everywhere, so you know she's a big fan.
2: But she was like fucking dragging him when he was and, and for that scandal that wasn't really a scandal. She was like he has everything. He doesn't even know. I don't I couldn't tell if she was super into him or not. She's up.
1: weird. Um and then so she comes he comes in and she's like hiding under her table and puts a cooking hat on and then just takes some flour and just throws it in her face like a, like Mrs. Doubtfire pretty much, <laughs> which I I, I I know for a fact in my heart of hearts, they played in the trailer all the time. Yes. It's just like her yes. like being like, oh, uh, coming up over the table with a face full of flour. And then he's like yelling That her, and
2: also, that and also, you're going
0: to Camp Rock when the
1: parents oh, yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah, I
0: remember. It and she goes, ah! and screams. That's
2: yes. from the trailer.
0: Definitely. To be fair, I would also throw flour in my face at like the prospect of being confronted by Joe Jonas. But that might just be a mean thing to me and Mitchie. <laughs> okay, so
2: he comes in about his food allergies. He's like, no, but and she's like, um, hey, I'm a person. Talk to me like a person, because you know, she's a strong yeah. kind of woman. Yeah, I, like, liked, I-, I liked I liked the species game. Also, him. I really enjoyed it, and it made me really understand like why he likes her. But at the same time, he also picks up a cupcake and with one finger <laughs> swipes the frosting, puts it in his mouth, and sucks on his finger <laughs> in the most sensual way the camera cuts halfway through they're like oh no they're like PG-13 <laughs> like, they, like you can see the cameraman swivel away from Jojo It's I was like you, like someone loses an arm and, the, and I was like what happened like who was he not directed to do that like he's like hey by the way my food allergy is like sucking on frosting off his finger like it is so sensual and insane
0: I did not notice that but that gives me so much joy
2: like you have to go back and watch it, it is a sensual diva move that you can tell the camera was like no like away. it was it's so crazy because you don't finish. You don't finish seeing him suck the frosting off because it's so sexual.
1: It might be the most sexual thing in this movie because no one kisses yeah, in this movie. No one kisses, but uh-huh. Joe just
2: sucks on his own finger like a penis. It is crazy, but. I- <laughs> i'm sorry i really <laughs> but okay let's so, so yeah
1: they, they meet in the kitchen that's what happens that's pretty much all that's important about the scene she tells him off and he's like whoa okay but the most important thing that happens that we need to talk about before we go to break is that we cut to the hip-hop dance class
2: oh my god thank oh, god this is before so we're gonna break Lord.
1: yeah they're all sitting around they're like oh my gosh did dance- anyone
2: else thought they heard it wrong when they're like oh you're teaching hip-hop dance i was like that couldn't be what i what i No, no
1: nope, i was, like, I was- has to
2: be Guitar, I I game. was like
1: I, I was on board, man, I was ready, willing, and able i my body was ready, That you you are right, it's a little bit out of left field, but it's also one of the best scenes in the goddamn movie because so they're all sitting ground, on the ground, they're like whispering like, Oh my gosh, Shangri is about to be here, this is so exciting, and then he just bursts in. And the first line he says made me so excited. Grab a hat and a microphone and follow me. And I was like, yes, yes, thank you, Disney Channel.
2: I was turned on. I was turned on.
1: (laughs) Grabs, everyone goes, they grab like a, a, like a truck. Also, for context,
2: people who haven't watched, everyone's in
0: cargo shorts everyone in the scene well, yeah. there's not a single person not in cargo shorts and they all have trucker hats and mics don't forget the key element though of joe jonas being his rebel self in the tightest painted on jeans i have seen oh, this side of 2005 <laughs> They're leggings. They're
1: leggings. They're so tight. But it's just, I guys, you can complain about this scene all you want, but just the movement and the choreography.
2: Also, isn't this the stot, stot, the pie? That's a banger. It's a fucking banger. I'll
1: put that in the middle, Emma.
2: Also, I'm sorry. He learned this choreo so well. Like, he's really good at it. And there's a point where he yells, everybody, across the floor, And I jumped out of my seat. I was ready to go across the floor. Like, he's commanding me to do things I'm not prepared to do. Like, I was... And then they all, like, do the choreo across the floor in a day. I know, like, in a real dance class. I was tintelated. I'll say that. It
1: it was a feast for the eyes. I'll definitely agree.
2: Oh, also, the other thing I wanted to say was that it's really funny to watch that. Because Joe Jonas is selling it. He's really good. Demi Lovato knows what she's doing. But it is really fucking funny because Alison Stoner is so good. She's distracting. <laughs> Did you notice that? No, I she's didn't. Because she's an amazing dancer. Like, she's the girl from messi Like, she's so incredible, so much better than everyone else, than Joe, than Dem- Like, she's so good, I couldn't stop. Like, when you know how, like, when you watch a dance and, like, somebody's the best and your eyes just automatically go to them? I couldn't stop looking at her. It's really distracting to have someone who's that good at dancing be next to people that are just dancing for a movie. It's really fucking funny.
1: Oh yeah, speaking of which, actually, that's, this is the last part of that scene, is that they do this whole incredible number, and then, uh, the drum guy with the sticks, he trips at the end and Tessa's like, oh.
2: Over what? his like own soul like uh, nothing
1: well she's like and she's like talk about dancing to your own rhythm or something like that because he plays the drums Tyler says that yeah that's what I said and he and then he comes over Joe Jonas comes over to him and he's like oh do you play the drums and then he just without saying a word he just pulls the drumsticks out of his pocket. Cause again, cargo shorts.
2: Can he not speak? Like, why? No, he,
1: it, that's the, I thought they weren't going to let him. He gets like two lines and this is about to be one of them and he just starts drumming on the floor. And I swear to you guys, this entire movie goes without, you never see him play the drums. He only drums. Never. He only drums on things that are not drums. It's crazy. Wait, did
0: you guys notice that at the end where there's actually a drum roll, it's not him. Yes. <laughs> there is a room no. for it and they don't do why it. Why would they not do that? I don't know. Because they, they
1: hate sad. us. Because they hate us and they refuse to let us be happy. I'm hitting my chair. That's how angry I am. And then Joe Jonas is just like, oh, you see, you got the rhythm. It's just in your hands and those sticks. You know, we got to get it down your feet. I'll work with you. And that's the first like sign that Joe Jonas, maybe he's not so bad a, a guy. This is This is really the only sign about. we get. But, yeah. And, okay. then, and then this is Andy's. His, we've learned his name is Andy. And then he gets one line. And he's like, oh, cool. Thanks, man. And that's all we get out of him because this movie does not care about having side characters. So. We need to take a break and we'll come back. But so excuse us while we go have a little jam sesh and we will return in no time to continue rocking on. (laughs) Okay, so uh, actually before the campfire jam, uh, there's a small scene where they're eating and then the mom comes up and Mitchie has to like deflect the truth that, you know, it's her uh, mom. Also, but what's also weird here is this is also something we've talked a lot about how this movie, a lot of this movie was left on the cutting room floor. Um, this movie was also just poorly edited in a couple ways, but also here because they talk about this meal like it's breakfast. But it's not. We already saw them eat breakfast. Cause she says, like, we saw them eat breakfast before Shane came in or, 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 and all that stuff. But then they're sitting at this table and the mom comes in and she's like, Hey, how are you guys having your breakfast or whatever? And then like, friggin' Tessa's like, Oh, carbs before 10 a.m.? Gross, which is again, bad. But I was like, you, you guys already ate breakfast. What are you talking about? Like, I don't know how that got through, but it really threw me that I was like, did they eat two breakfasts at this camp? What are they, hobbits? <laughs> um, but so they have that scene and she deflects that the cook is her mom by saying she's like a celebrity chef or something like that. Like a chef for celebrities, not a celebrity chef. Uh, but then we go to the campfire jam, which isn't One too of many important. jams. One of the four jams, which isn't too important other than we see Tessa perform. And she, I forget. Which
2: is an iconic Tess Tyler song,
0: which is like, I'm too cool
1: to yes, yeah. Oh
0: yeah, this song, please know that in my daily life, it will pop into my head <laughs> and get stuck in my head. And I, like, this has been a thing since the first time I saw this movie. It follows me and haunts me and I love it and hate it so much. It's also like a classic villain song where it's like so blatantly like
2: we get it, you're popular.
1: He has like a lemonade mouth with mudslide crush, where they just had the songs that were like, "Don't you wish you were us?" Like the that kind of thing. The only thing important about the song, otherwise, is that we see that we see uh, Shane watching her perform and then we have uh Mitchie and peggy and ella doing the background and they just look so stupid in the best outfits in the world
2: <laughs> okay i have i have several comments about these outfits well
1: hang on let me finish mine and it's not just well it's not just the outfits the outfits are insane like and a lot of the performing outfits are in this film but it's just like so she has you have tess who's performing she has like all these backup dancers and then they're just they're just like off to the side on like the absolute farthest corner of the stage from the audience and they are just like huddled around one mic just being like too cool and then just standing like like they, they don't do anything else. And I know that's what background singers do, but the fact they're all sharing one mic huddled around it, like, away from, like, the star, it made me laugh really hard. Um, and then also, um, we see cut into Mitchie a bunch, and she, like, you know, seems uneasy, where she's like, oh, I don't want to be doing this. This was a, a horrible mistake. Uh, what were you going to say, Em? Um?
2: Um, first of all, the dresses they're wearing is, like, a full sequin dress, but also, like, with a shiny legging on top. And this dress doesn't look good on anyone over 10 pounds. Um... Um, which is why Tess Tyler is rocking it and everyone else looks terrible. And that they put those poor girls in a full sequin dress is a actual crime. Other thing was, I was really dis- <laughs> concerted by the choreography of the two cool number because she's so skinny and she has that really skinny arm it's just the like bone and it's all shoulder choreography oh and she's gosh. bouncing it in my face and I was like get it away you're gonna bo- someone's gonna lose an eye like it was <laughs> it, the shoulder was all in my face and it made me so uncomfortable like she was popping
0: her shoulder in and out of a socket to the point where like I was watching this I rewound it multiple times to try and replicate that motion it is. It's incredibly impossible.
2: <laughs> it <probably> impossible? <laughs> I'm doing it right now. You guys can't see me, but I'm trying it. I don't
1: think I can do it either, especially on that beat. Well, I think it's because you need to need to weigh 10 pounds soaking wet, like we said. Yeah, like, I guess. Only someone with her bone structure can pull it off. It was incredible. That was just something else. And Okay, so the song ends and they all go off the stage and like Caitlin like catches Mitchie and is like, so how is it singing backup, huh? And she just like runs away because she doesn't want to admit that it sucks. So then I think it cuts to Shane sitting by a lake strumming his guitar, right?
0: Right. Yeah. I, and I, this I blacked is, out all these scenes. If I think it was that one. And that's like their first actual interaction. Like, we are yes, like yes. midway through the movie. Or, at oh, I maybe mean, Right, it's
1: not, it's something like that. But yeah, so Shane's sitting by the lake, playing his guitar, singing a little song. And Mitchie's like hiding behind a tree. And he like catches Caesar behind the corner of his eye and is like, oh, can't I have like one No, guys, a his
2: rage, this is something that I want to bring up later also, like his weird rage, Joe Jonas' rage, where he's like, can't a guy get some peace? It's like, oh my God, sir who hurt you like why
0: are you screaming at young women like don't it, forget he's fi- He's three edgy That that's the whole thing
2: I forgot he's a bad boy he's the bad boy of pop and like I he and random points will just jump into like this weird moment of rage and you're like oh oh god it's not warranted, but I guess, alright. And this is also where I noted that his face is 50% eyebrow. Like, his eyebrows are so <laughs> large.
0: This is a recurring thing for Joe Jonas that society just has. We've all addressed, but nothing's been done. Yeah, we've
2: never caught up to what's <laughs> happening here. Um, this was a weird time for him, and that's okay.
1: Yeah, that's fine. He I think he's come around now. I think he's doing alright. Um, but yeah, like, so he's playing this guitar, and like, it gets mad at her, and then she's like, sorry, I, I don't know. And I want to point something out. She does not introduce herself in this scene. She never says, hi, I'm Mitchie, or anything. They're going to become, like friends, romantic partners in a couple more scenes over the course of the movie. She
2: also never tells him her mom's the president of Hot Tunes TV China.
1: Yeah, that's the other thing. And yes. we'll talk about that later.
2: He just all of a sudden knows it via osmosis, I guess, via like camp gossip. But like she never like...
1: Yeah, that's a, that, that's a thing. Fine, we'll talk about it here. Part of the reason he likes her is because he thinks that she's like so real or something like that. And But at the end, when her course, you know, her lie is revealed, he's like, you were just pretending to be the Hot Tunes daughter so you could get close to Shane Gray. I get it. And I was like... She never once told you that who she was or that was her thing. Like you're right, I could totally believe that like people around the camp were talking about, and he overheard them or something, or someone told him that. But he acts like it was specific. That was the reason she lied was to get to him, and it is never brought up in any of their interactions. He
0: is devastated by it too, like devastated, tears in his eyes, weeping. Yes! I literally, my note later on was like, is JoJo just
2: gonna
1: cry
2: on Ken? Like, he is absolutely, nothing has broken him like this has. Like, he is broken.
1: And they just needed, they really just needed to show them interacting a little bit more and interacting a little bit better and it would have made way more sense. But, you know what? I bet they did, and you know where those scenes are. (sighs) On the cutting room floor.
0: (laughs) Like, I get their chemistry. I totally get the two of them together. Yeah. Yeah, There's just no lead into it. It's just like, bam, and you're together and now kiss and i also feel like don't you
2: feel like your cultural knowledge though like backwardly informs it like i know in my heart of hearts because of interviews that happened in 2017 that like they were doing blow and making out with each other on tour buses at this point. So like, we know, like, I, I get Demi and Joe together. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you it's like, need to know, have that knowledge. Like, to watch like, like <laughs> that cultural knowledge, knowing them being like, oh yeah, we did a ton of drugs and we're just like boning across the country. Um, like him and Miley, Nick and Miley Cyrus and her and Joe. And so it's like, I know that and it's backwards informing me that like me buying them as a couple but they don't really do a great job of setting it up I do agree that
1: right no that's a good way to put it they have chemistry but they don't the, the writing just isn't there to make yes, this work yes yes um but like yeah so she tells him that he likes the, she likes the song he was playing it sounds different from most of his other stuff and then he's like yeah well the record company doesn't let me play this kind of song because they don't think it'll sell
2: this is- Fucking hilarious. Also, because what he plays that is supposed to be so different is just pop. It's just cookie cutter yeah. pop. And he's like, they only want cookie cutter pop. And then he's like, I just wanna play my music. I was like, that is also pop. Like, I was like you're not like you're doing a ballad. Like, it's
1: like- no, you you are right. But it also may, gave me the vibe that I feel like uh, the Connect Three had their own Disney Channel prequel movie where they had a Cheetah Girls esque like selling their soul to a record company that we don't see because oh, they for act like sure. it's the most tragic thing in the world
0: i would watch that movie to this day like let's put them in wigs let's make it happen let's put them they don't need wigs marissa they already have that hair you can just straighten (laughs) it or curl it
1: well no i think she means like they're obviously older now but i think that would be funnier actually if they're all just the ages they are now and just no one addresses the fact that they don't look like 13 or whatever also how How old are they supposed to be? He said he was at this camp three years ago, and this is her first time. Is there an age thing to the camp?
2: She's exactly my age. So she's 26, which I remember knowing this because Miley Cyrus is also exactly my age, and they were friends. So Demi Lovato is exactly my age. She's 26. Joe Jonas is 29. He's three years older than her. So I would say she's probably about 16. He's probably about 18,
1: 19, 19. okay. All right, that makes sense. I mean, that's a little weird because of the whole, you know, She's technically a minor then, I feel
2: like. We ignore, have ignored this in every Disney Channel original movie to this point. We can't start harping on it now. This is a problem in literally uh, everything we've are Yeah, you're not, you're
1: not wrong. That's probably why they don't kiss. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so now I need to take you to the most disappointing scene in the entire movie.
2: The terrible cocktease of a fake food fight? Yes!
1: Oh my god! Why wouldn't they give us a food fight?
2: Did we not have food fight in the budget? I don't understand. It
1: literally, let me, okay, so here's what happens. Freaking Caitlyn's sitting at a da- at a table eating, or she has her, she always has her laptop on her because she's mixing music or whatever.
2: Playing weird marimba beats, yeah.
1: And Tessa trips over her, sh- her shoe and she's like, oh, sorry. And then she sees it's Tessa and she's like, oh, never mind. I'm not sorry. Tessa gives her some remark about how- how like she looks like garbage and she's not popular or something like that. And then Tessa pours some of her like spaghetti on her and she's like, whoa. Uh, and she's like, that was on purpose. And Tessa's like, oh, well, you know, anything can improve your outfit. And then like, pours more on intentionally. And then, like, Caitlin, like, Alistair, like, reaches in and just starts grabbing it and hucking it, and literally my notes are just like, oh, could it be? People are throwing food? I I, I like where this is going. and this, then,
2: I felt it. I felt like it was gonna erupt. I was ready. I was just,
1: I was waiting for one of the, one of the Oslo Vista crew to stand on a table and yell, food, fight! And all hell to break loose, and it doesn't happen, and <laughs> There's my heart just is three
2: skinny white women throwing plain <laughs> pasta kind of at each other. Like, that's all it is.
0: Like, I'm dropping it on their shoulders. There's like
2: yeah I mean? it's it's such a pussy food fight like they're like. Me, like, kind of a little bit tossing plain spaghetti at each other. I wanted someone to, like, get marinara to the face. Like, and that doesn't happen.
1: I guarantee you the YMCA wouldn't let them do it. They were like, okay, then they're going to have a food fight. And the YMCA was like, what?
2: And they're like, it will be plain pasta. It'll be three girls. And that's it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> three girls, plain pasta, or we walk, damn it. Find your camp somewhere. Else. God
2: damn it. We had these floors rebuffed last year. We're not doing it again. We have square dancing at 6 p.m. You can't fuck up our floors.
1: It's men's swim night. We're going to be finding <laughs> lettuce in the nets for weeks.
2: Yeah, they <laughs> fucking shot them down for sure.
1: Definitely. Uh, but then, but yeah, so they're, they're throwing food back for her. Mitchie tries to get in the way. I know. I'm
2: just jumping out of it. Mitchie, Tess, and Allison Stoner. Uh, does she have a character name? Caitlin. Caitlin. Um, they get dragged into brown, coked-out Australian guy's office, and he's like, You you'll throw a shrimp on the lobby. Don't do the You
1: fucked up. and you a shrimp on the
2: body.
1: <laughs> she needs a phrase to try and get into it. Yeah,
2: it's like you threw a shrimp on the bobby and you, you know, you messed up and
1: who threw no, the food Emma, first? Emma, Emma, please <laughs> This is stop. beautiful. I avoided doing it because I feel like I narrowly escaped getting yelled at for doing the Irish accent last month. I I'm fully prepared for, for the abuse
2: I'll get for this. So he yells at them and is like, who threw food first? Technically it was Caitlin because Tess accidentally dropped the food or whatever. And accidentally, basically- in quotes. Basically, yeah. Basically what happens is Caitlin's now put on Kitchen duty as punishment, which womp womp High drinks. Mitchy's on kitchen right. duty, but no one can know because her mom's a cook. And also, Mitchy doesn't defend Caitlyn, and that's kind of a weird like moment. Right. Where she's like, "Fuck you."
1: Well, no, it's not even that. So this scene is weird because he does not ask Mitchy anything. Mitchie no. is not a part of anything. I don't understand why he, she's even there. I thought this was leading to a scene where she was gonna have to choose, where she was gonna have to be like, "Oh, well, you know, Caitlyn, you know, got it phone job on her, but she did start it or something like that." Like she was gonna have to defend one and not the other and fully commit. But she's just kind of there, and then just Caitlyn just gets mad at her and leaves. And I was like, "So what was the?" point of mitchy even being there
0: i mean it it happened a little bit like a little tiny bit but it came to nothing like there was like you kind of expect oh she'll side with one of them nope nothing that's what i'm saying
1: yeah yeah. and it's okay so then it cuts to mitchy carrying a box of tortilla chips uh down by the docks And she runs into shade again. And he's like, Hey, do you have a second? I want to run something by you. And she's like, Oh yeah, sure. And then it cuts to this super romantic scene. They're like at a low, small, low hanging dock with like some trees over them. And Shane's just sitting there and he's playing, starts playing a song for her. And like the wind, you know, is blowing their hair back and forth. And I was like, this scene exclusively exists for girls like Marissa I presume and at the and time.
2: I, and, <laughs> me, and I am thankful. Thank you for your service, Disney Channel. <laughs> the only time they do me one better is that, and, and by me I mean me, at the age this was appropriate, um, when he's shirtless later on, I thought thank, yes. <laughs> thank you execs! Thank you execs! Giving the Wait, people can, what
0: they want! Let, let me just throw this out there about this song. If this could be my first dance song, oh! if
2: if this were allowed. Marissa, a hundred percent. My notes here are: first of all, this song is beautiful. This song is beautiful, and I and I love This Is Me. And this song ends up fusing with This Is Me in like a weird star is born perfect duet that they never practice. Oh. Um, That's happened in this movie too. And with these two songs, they fuse together. But I was like, first of all, JoJo's character turns around in five seconds. He's His douche is completely shedded. He's now a sweetheart within five seconds. I like this song better than This Is Me. I, I do like This Is Me, but, like, for some reason, this song produces a... Em- more emotional response, like I am. I teared. I teared up while listening oh, to him chills, do this. Chills. Like, <laughs> when this
0: was on, I I replayed this multiple times. Like there is a video that I sent to multiple people of me like almost weeping along to this. <laughs> yeah. I- Full, i was fully had tears in my eyes and it reminded me of like when i remember
2: when i was in college there was like a study that came out about adele someone like you where how like the notes of that song like produce like emotional responses in people and it's like a science chemistry i feel that way about this song like this song, like i can just hear the three notes of it and i'm like i'm emotional like
0: I, I it is so beautiful and i was so rocked by how good it is i oh no this scene specifically gave me like i was like this is what, I can't remember how old I was when this came out, but like how, I was like 14, 15, like this is what I thought romance would be. Like, oh yeah. Random guys singing to you on a pier.
2: It also makes sense more so that like she, so, so if we just did the math, Demi Lotto is RH, like she was, like this was me. I was like, this is real. This is me. Why is nobody trying to find me? Like I, 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 I was I, <laughs>
1: that's what I, I noticed in this scene actually, is that if you look at the way they shoot it, it's so the back, Demi's back, to the camera, and I said they absolutely did that so little girls could put their yes, face right there. I, and I, I was there.
2: I was there. <laughs> I was. He was thinking to me. Um, I don't understand what's wrong with that. But, but, I think. But,
1: but no, well, here's what's wrong with that. That's what we were saying. Is that like this scene feels like it's like a grand romantic gesture. Like he's gonna about to tell her he loves her or something. Like he's opening his soul. They've had like one conversation. I in the last care. scene And point, they didn't learn each other's don't names. Care.
2: And also don't care. And also like at this point, I remember being like, hey, Jude, Jude, success just this- stupid. Look at this stupid straightened hair. Like, what a fucking idiot. And I saw three chords of this song, and I was like, I'm all in. I forgot. Weeping. I was like, I was like, ah, you are the gift. <laughs> <to this earth.
0: laughs> you are the voice. You but, are the voice uh, uh, that uh, I'm speaking, singing.
1: Spe- speaking of him being the voice, this is another thing. So this is not, as we said, a musical-type musical. They're just supposed to be literally performing the songs in the context of the movie. But something weird they do, starting with this song, I feel like, is, like, they either, like, auto-tune people, so you, like, obviously have poses. Yes. And then, oh, and do he-
2: they? auto-tune people tess tyler is so auto-tuned in every single song she's yes. like a fucking robot i thought yes. i was watching chappie like <laughs> it's no, like yeah. she what
1: <laughs> <laughs> the hell do you know about like, chappie yeah, well, that was the like, weirdest thing i've ever heard you say like she is so auto-tuned she sounds robotic so, so did you look at did you look at tess, tess tyler and say that's chappie is that that's, what right, that's, that's chappie but, uh, but no, yeah, that during the campfire jam I noticed too. But also here, Joe Jonas starts providing his own background <laughs> vocals yes, as he sings so the song. Oh, yeah! You're
0: right! So <laughs> he opens his mouth and like five people come out. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: incredible. But, but so he asked her like, so what do you think? And like, clearly she's like trembling with She's wet this man.
0: as a
2: paper towel <laughs> and all right, I, didn't, form. All right, I didn't wanna, I didn't wanna I, say She has it, to be. I I'm sorry, I was thinking for all women there. Who wouldn't be? It's fucking 2008. it's Joe Jonas. She's soaking. Like, She's come on. open
1: for business. Yeah. Like, that. She's only
0: so, human. Come on.
1: But so instead of jumping his bones there and then, like <laughs> any woman would have. She um, she
0: does not represent all women in that scene because anyone else, anyone else. Yeah it's the Still most
2: unrealistic
0: thing about this movie
1: but so she he's like what do you think and she's like oh wow it's great i'm seriously i never lie and i said Michi all you've done this entire film is lie <laughs> but continue good point but she's like oh wow that's amazing i'm having such a spiritual connected moment for, with you oh but also i need to head back you know i was in the middle of something and taco like, night oh, wait, baby
2: it's taco, yeah, it's taco tuesday night.
1: and he's like oh going back to the kitchen she's like what what do you mean? And he's like, yeah, you know, you got to get those chips. And he's she's like, oh, yeah. So he doesn't, like, know she's in the kitchen, but she was worried that her cover was blown. But so then she goes back to the kitchen and delivers the tortilla chips that she had. And we see Caitlyn come in and, like, uh, the mom's, like, showing her how to help out or something like that. And then she comes around the corner, sees her, and tries to, like, hide her face. But she ends up slipping on a mock bucket and getting literally her entire body this soaking This fall
2: wet. would have killed a man. It is legendary. It's very Demi it's Lovato a- accidentally puts her foot into, like, a water bucket and slides, like, 15 feet at 60 miles per hour across the kitchen and like
1: chips go she, flying. She should have gotten whiplash.
0: She should have got a concussion at least. If her speed <laughs> of falling in love with Joe Jonas wasn't enough to give her whiplash, this, would, this is it. This is it. <laughs>
2: this is what gets her.
1: Yeah, very true. Point is, Caitlin sees her and she's like, oh my God, you're just the cook's daughter. You're not, you know, a rich super hot tune star or whatever. Also, by the way, they, I, I had the subtitles on for some of this and hot tunes, they spell out in the subtitles with an F I believe in my heart of hearts it's spelled with a Z in real life and no one can take that from me go with God but she's like okay freaking this is crazy you're a liar ha, ha 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 i'm gonna tell everybody ha 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 you suck because you abandoned me i'm goddamn allison stoner i'm better than you and she's like please you don't understand i was just nervous i wanted popular and then she's like i don't care i'm still gonna call you out because you've been nothing but mean to me when i've been nothing but nice to you and then she says well what you're not that much better with your like i don't care about anything attitude and i was like she does not when have is, that when was
2: that ever no, established for her it's character not
1: at all no she, she clearly cares especially about you because she's v- helped you so so much in this movie like i don't understand. understand what you're talking about but then the mom comes in and breaks the fight up well she doesn't like break it up intentionally but she gets demi some new clothes or whatever but then so then it cuts into dinner and they have as emma said tacos out of guitar case they have a whole taco bar type situation it's very good and uh tessa is holding what i presume to be uh yet another copy of Tiger Meat Magazine and, <laughs> and, a, and a, uh, like a write up on Shane and being like, oh, Shane like loves this and blah, 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 blah. But now, and so now we're going to try and like me for to get me in good with Shane. So everybody for the jam tonight need you all to wear a green hoodie and white shorts. Green is Shane's favorite color.
2: This is the, also the whatever is the pajama jam. The best-named jam. Yeah,
1: best named yeah, jam right. The best-named jam. The best-named jam. And uh, then, uh, does anything else happen in that scene? Because I think we can just cut right no, to it. No,
2: fucking go to the pajama jam. Let's go, yes. baby. Yes,
1: pajama jam. What's weird is, Mitchie happens to have this out very specific outfit and they know that she doesn't. I
2: noticed that, too. What yeah. in the world? They, uh,
1: they said she didn't have She has, like, clothes. four
2: shirts, and they make yeah. fun of her for being poor and having four shirts. Also, this movie, again, we'll touch on this later, but, like, They do a lot of making fun of people to their face for just, like, being poor, which is wild (laughs) to me. Mm -hmm. Like, again, much like, like, when you always say Disney Channel, like, the... Kids are meaner than they were, and we're like, kids are mean. But like, no one—I don't remember anyone being like, "You're poor." Like, I think that was like—it's <laughs> <laughs> like, usually like they like frame that as like being like weird. Like, they truly just like hate poor people in this movie. which is like a wild stance to take, but
1: right. Okay, so the pajama jam is—it's uh, inside. It's basically in a bunk where like there's kids been, all over like, the floor. tiny.
2: I was like, yeah, it's very cameras small. On the set, yeah.
1: Well, you can tell this took place during the adult swim at the YMCA, so they couldn't <laughs> give them the whole room. Uh, so they had to sh- <laughs> shove was them in the side Definitely
2: hole. during bingo night. Right. and they had they <laughs> the, the, the,
1: everything
2: else was busy they had to do right
1: right but so it's, everybody's like crammed in. They've got like bonks and couches and everyone's in their pajamas. And so Caitlin goes up to start performing. And so we see her at this table and she has her laptop set up. And it's was like, oh, that's what she does. She's like a DJ. She like mixes music with her computer and stuff like that. That's Mm-mm. not what she does. She likes music again. Yeah. She plays like the keyboards. And oh. I was like, how is this a music producer thing? Are you saying she does B. the
2: keyboards? Because of what I was going to say was she just plays the Super Mario Brothers theme. Because that's
1: all this is. <laughs> Pretty much. She does. It was just like weird like plank 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 songs and i was like what is this music why what is going on? I honestly, I had this thought that like somehow the music that they had that she played, Disney has lost the license to it over the years.
2: And they've replaced it with the Super Mario stuff. Yeah, and they had to
1: put in this weird music. So like we were watching like the re-release on DisneyChannel.com or something where that music taken out. That's literally a thought I had for a minute. I'm that would
0: cra- make more crazier. sense than whatever yeah. is currently being played. You know what also super doesn't make sense? The outfit, which is a pink leopard t-shirt over a long sleeve pink under... Long sleeve shirt, <laughs> Tough, which to watch. is something that hard needs- to watch.
1: <laughs> Speaking of outfits, so they all show up. The three sidekicks, and by three of them, I mean Mitchie too, show up in the outfit they talked about—the exact same one. Like it's a, not even like a the same various colors, same exact outfit. And then freaking uh, Tessa comes in and wearing like this flowing I mean, green dress. Tess,
0: get it? I, right? thought Tess,
1: I thought Tess was a shortened version. I thought it was Tessa. Tess tess okay her excuse legal, me
0: her legal godly <laughs> name
1: her <laughs> christian name uh so, but so tessa shows up in like this big green gown and they're like i thought you were wearing the hoodie thing she's like no that's just for you backup dancers singers like obviously and caitlin starts performing and shane is there and he's like bopping his head being like oh this girl's got good music She's super 95
2: percent of joe Jonas's performance in this movie is listening to other people lip sync music and nodding his head as like a skeptical audience member and then being like I feel that. Like, that's his,
0: like, all of his acting in this movie. That was his contract, like, three songs and just kept bopping <laughs> Yeah. But, like, at first being skeptical, but then slowly.
1: Slowly <laughs> like but surely. It.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but so, uh, Tessa sees that. Tessa. Tess, Damn somebody, it.
2: They never call her Tessa. Excuse this me. This other movie? What was the other movie where you could not get that woman's name right?
1: Motocross Andrea.
2: Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> when you called her Andrea and her name was Andrea? tess tyler yeah, i, I never it, call whatever. her tessa
1: excuse me whatever uh so she sees that shane's enjoying caitlin's music and so she's like oh, oh my gosh a snake and like freaks out and then d the annoying bitch that runs these things <laughs> comes over and is like
2: "Just because she's on coke doesn't mean she doesn't deserve
1: our <laughs> love. all right you're right it was on call four, i apologize anyway <laughs> She's like, it's just the power cord, Tess. Calm down. She's like, oh, sorry, whatever. And Caitlin comes up to her and is like, you were just cutting me off because you thought, like, you can't let anyone else be good around you. And then she just does, Tessa does, nope, Tess does the, Uh, whatever major loser. Yes.
2: And I said when she did it, I was like, what fucking year is it? And thank God they called it out.
1: I I had the same note. I was like, that was so over by 2008. Mm -hmm. What are they doing? And then Mitchie's like, really? Whatever major loser? Like, that's so last year. Everybody knows that. Well, I guess not everyone, Tess. And Tess is just like... (laughs) and then walks away. But
0: where does this flip come from? Like, she flips on Tess, just like she flipped on Caitlyn before. It's like, where did that come from?
1: I think maybe it's because Caitlyn knows her secret now and is being cool about it, maybe. That makes sense. I would say. I don't know. Yeah, I I I guess. It is kind of weird. And I think it's either in this scene or maybe a little bit later, or after the Pajama Jam. Yeah, I think it's after the Pajama Jam, is that we see them talking, and Caitlyn tells her that, like, listen, the reason... I hate Tess so much is because I was you. Like, I wanted to be her best friend and I wanted to be in the back and to put me in the background, I just wanted to be around her to be popular and I realized that that was not who I was or something like that and what a toxic person she was, that kind of thing. So that's why I was trying to look out for you and they kind of like repair their friendship based on that because now... Mitchie's starting to realize that a little too, and then, and then I think cuts to a scene with her and her mom.
2: No, this is where they're blowing up the balloons. Oh, oh yeah, no, that's a,
1: Yeah, that's the balloon scene. You are right. That and the I said because
2: I wrote down they're so cute together. Be friends now, kiss. Like I just want them <laughs> to be friends. Like they, this movie makes you teases you so hard with her and Allison and so Stoner being friends. I'm like you just be friends. Like, it's so frustrating to a certain point.
1: Listen, we have found out in recent years that Allison Stoner is gay. Bisexual, yes. Wait, bisexual? I thought she was gay. Any, in yeah, any whatever. case. It, I would not hate a plot line in this movie where the reason she was, was so helpful to Mitchie is because she was secretly in love with her. Oh, I would, I would for love that.
2: for them to hook up. I would absolutely yeah, love absolutely, that. Absolutely. I was, I was so invested in, like, them just finally getting along. I was like, stop fighting! Stop fighting this feeling! We can't fight this feeling any longer.
1: You're both such, such, such powerful women. You need to come together exactly um yeah they have the balloon that's the balloon blowing up scene you are right then they have the scene of her and the mom talking and being like uh, oh because the mom met your friends and she did wasn't super into it she's like i saw so i was yeah i was talking to yeah I, I, like it was nice to meet peggy and ella But they don't really seem like you, you know. Like they, they don't really seem your type of person. And she's like, "What does that mean?" She's like, "Well, I mean, you have like friends back at home, like that aren't like that." And she's like, "I have one, which is the girl we met in the beginning, who we never see again, and we don't even know her name, Sierra." But the point is, is that she's like, "Well, yeah, but like I just wanted to be popular, and like these girls are popular, and it really makes me feel great because I just felt so invisible back home." Which again, as we talked about up front, I wish we would have seen a little bit more of that to make this conversation make more sense. But Mm -hmm. now that it's here, I do kind of like that they're tying it together. Then it cuts to. Joe Jonas calling Nick and Kevin
0: which is the most Obligatory Jonas Brothers scene. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying this is how they wrote them in.
1: Right. but Also, it's also why hilarious. are they at the
0: shittiest pool
2: of all time? I mean, that's supposed to be famous people. They're in like a suburban backyard in like Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Like, what the fuck could they like? Are they just still at the Y? Could they not get a better scene for this? I. They should be like a mansion. Like, I. It was. So I don't. Wild I me. do
1: not know or care because it's the funniest scene in the movie, in my opinion. Where he calls them and then they're like, "Hey, bro, how's it going?" And Kevin goes how's my birdhouse going and i was like ah, that joke coming back very funny (sighs) and then and then they're like talking or something like that and he's like no it's going good i'm like rediscovering my music also i think it's a good idea to do the oh did we mention the contest even we totally forgot
2: no we forgot
1: whoever wins final jam which is the final like end of camp contest gets to record. Of the seven
2: jams, this is the one jam that really matters.
1: Right. It makes all the other jams irrelevant. <laughs> and so you win it, you get to record with Shane Gray, and he was against the idea, and now he's for and he thinks it's really cool, and they're like, oh, great, man. Glad to he hear it. Because he thinks he's
2: gonna fucking record with his dream girl, but he right. doesn't know her. And then
1: there's also... And can
2: I just talk about that, the fact that the Jonas Brothers... I'm just gonna jump into this right now, really quickly, because it's the next, my next note as well. Next scene, we see him hold up... Joe Jonas holds up his hand to tell... Drummer boy, I'm looking for the girl with the voice, and we see his purity ring, which they are still ah, wearing yes. and wearing in this movie. That. They are wearing it in the movie. because I, I didn't I notice noticed that either. It, as a 26 year old, and now just like I now like notice like a sad thing that happens when you get older guys is you notice wedding rings. And I thought it was so <laughs> I was like, I was like, he has a a ring on his wedding finger—it's his left hand. And you see him, but then I realized, oh my god, that's the fucking purity ring, and they didn't even take them off to film this movie. No. He's wearing it in the movie.
1: I, I, I think, I think that was in their contracts that anything I, they, they will name, they can't not take, take off the purity
2: off. ring. The, the YMCA gets to write in a few things, but the Jonas Brothers will not take off the fucking purity ring. And
1: <laughs> that's 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 why they had. That's why they could have that super romantic scene between him and Mitchie, because he had the purity ring on, so we knew <laughs> nothing we was going to happen. But also, wait, hang on, let's... Just real quick. And I feel like, because we should address this, that this movie, while we while we were saying it introduces Demi Novato, this was, like, kind of both the launching point for the Jonas Brothers too, because they had music at this point, but after this movie is when they got their TV show, and I feel like that's kind of why they have scenes like this, because this this cell phone call is almost like a vaudeville comedy act, like how quick they Always, are. It's like,
2: who's on first? They're also, like, I will agree... Joe is the best actor by far. The other two are not that good maybe they got better in the tv show but joe was the only one like
1: yeah wait well wait marissa did you watch jonas you I know imagine? what
0: i'm oh absolutely i'm trying to yes. rem- i'm trying to remember though i think they had to have gotten better I, you know what i don't remember
1: yeah because i i know that i feel like um i remember seeing that show on all the time i never really watched it and i feel like both that show which was theirs and then sunny with a chance which was demo Lovato's, never really got super good footing on disney channel i think they no. only got like a couple seasons which is a shame because sunny with a chance, I, was, really with the chance
0: was incredible I I loved sending me the chance yeah
1: it was really good it just didn't get to like you know sweet life levels of popularity or anything
0: i think it's almost because like what wound up happening was you said this kind of launched their career i don't know if it did. I, i'm trying to place myself they in were time. the draw here they were the dr- no, no, yeah. no 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 no
1: that, no, that, no that's what i was saying i let me rephrase they, they were already a, an established band their music i mean year 3000 i think was 2007 this is 2008 mm-hmm. i'm saying like this was their launch of their career on disney channel oh i gotcha. of be, of having their show and whatnot like yeah everyone watched Camp Rock, and now those the music guys have their own TV show, you know what I mean? That kind of thing.
0: I see. Yeah, then that makes sense. Yeah, in that, in that case, it's even weirder that it didn't take off.
1: Um, but yeah, so he hangs up with them, and he's like, okay, now I've gotta find like, that girl with the voice, and he goes up to Andy, the drummer kid, and is like, hey, he and then we every- do a
2: telephone thing, and they're all looking, and then all the girls are singing around him, and it's a montage, and then we get to the really important part of
0: this movie, which is when he's shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have like five separate like no like one page is just <laughs> that. It's so gratuitous. Like they like they are so clearly doing it.
2: Just they did that for they didn't have to go that hard, but they did it for us. And they made him be shirtless in the lake.
1: I just imagine that Marissa's page of notes is just a drawing of his abs <laughs> and then with like hearts. He doesn't around, have so. abs!
2: He doesn't have that good of a body. He like, doesn't, but it's fine. Like, he's, like, on my level of people that I could obtain. Like, he's not, but he's not, like, cut. Or, like, he's 19 years old, probably. <laughs> like, he's just, like, a doughy kid from New Jersey that they make, like, jump off of diamond. And
0: you know what? It worked. It worked and all, all so of us I was so happy fools. they did
2: it. I was they were so happy. Have
1: they? Well, you guys fell for it hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. Um... But, so, yeah, we do that montage, and then, like, it culminates with her and Caitlyn walking by, like, a group of girls waiting to go sing for him, and then Caitlyn's like, are you gonna get in line? And she's like, oh, no way, there's no way he's ever heard me sing, so I'm definitely not her. And, guys, it's because she is her, and we know that as the audience, that's why it's interesting. Um, and then, I believe we have a romantic canoe ride to discuss, where... She comes
2: up to him, he's leaning against the canoe.
1: Yeah, he's leaning against the canoe.
2: not shirtless.
1: Right, because this is the one where he's playing, not the romantic song, he's playing yes. the, uh... The the turn-up-the-radio-as-loud-as-it-can-go song. And she's like, oh, that's really good, or whatever. And he's like, oh, thanks, you know. And he's like, tell you what, why don't we hop in one of these bad boys, and we can see how—I don't forget what he says. They go on a romantic canoe ride, and they do that— like, they go start paddling in the wrong directions to one another, and it's very, you know, cute. And then we see Tessa— standing from the docks like giving like a
2: that's not her name Luke it's just
1: it. not <laughs> I'm sorry she gives the same look for the next when...
2: 30 minutes of this movie Tess will be like lurking in bushes giving disapproving <laughs> looks that's like all she yeah. does for the next well, 30 then, minutes it, it,
1: it's the same look that she gave when she found out Mitchie could sing where she's just like competition dun, dun, dun. although I am i am like 90% sure even though she like talks about wanting to attract shame with these colors they never talk once They've in this never. Movie. there's no. not a single
2: scene they share there's not a no. single
1: scene and I felt But again, to your point that there's little mermaid elements, Emma... I thought what was going to happen is she was going to steal Mitchie's song because she's heard I
2: remembered. They show the whole thing of her looking at the songbook. I thought she was going to steal her voice Ursula style.
1: Yes, and then pretend to be the girl he's looking for because she knows the song, which admittedly wouldn't make sense because he was looking for a specific voice, but I would have let, in Disney Channel Logic, I would have bought it. But they don't do that.
0: See, I I have a thought about Tess, and I feel like this will send me down like a rabbit hole, so like I'll try not for that not to happen. But she just wants a... T- Attention of like any kind. Like, I don't even think it's Joe. I just think it's like, I want to be this great thing. Well, it's
1: because her mom never gave her hers.
2: Yes, that's, I know, like, guys, we're getting deep into like child psychology, but I do think it's like, it's not good attention. It's like, you know how you have kids that just like, they just act out for attention?
0: Like, it's not good attention, it's not bad attention, it's just attention to them. Like, but for that, like, I respect her so much more as a villain because, you know, you get someone like, and again, fantastic villain, but like, someone like Sharpay, it's like, okay. We get that she's a great villain, but there's, like, not really anything underlying there. It's just kind of, like, the villain character. This girl has problems. And yeah. And yeah. they should spend more Severe time problems. on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The
2: scene at the very end, and I know I'm jumping ahead and we'll get there eventually, but when she, like, collapses and the side of the stage and is, like, fake crying, mm-hmm. and she's not a great actress at crying, but it's, like, you're, like, that's that's she's got some issues she has some things to work through
1: that's what i'm saying is that i like this journey but i just it's hard for me to be on board with it cuz she's such a villain in the stuff she does in this movie especially leading up to that moment but you're right it is very it, they 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 did a good job of making it believable and like her issues and so on the canoe this is the scene where shane's like yeah you know it's so nice to talk to real people and beat on earth like you must get that all the time too and she's like what and it's like well i mean with your mom being uh the ceo of hot tunes like you must people have people wanted to be your friend all the time just for all the money and fame and stuff. And she's like, Oh uh yeah. yeah. And this is where I was like, wait a minute. Since when do you know that? Like, why is that a thing? Exactly. Then it cuts to her and Caitlin leaving the kitchen and saying goodbye to her mom. And for, it's, it's like a one-to-one cut. You see Tess, Leave seeing them on the lake and then walk into the next scene and it's her and Caitlin leaving the kitchen. I was like, wait, what? Is this, the, you, you were just at the lake and she was on the lake. How, how is she here? Because I had the, the same
2: note. I had the because, exact because same the note. Because the,
1: because this movie was edited poorly and it and the scene in between was, as we all know, on the cutting room floor. Yes. I think that's what this mo- episode is going to be called, by the way, is on the cutting room floor. Absolutely. But, uh,
2: we're in another jam now.
1: We're, it no, we're, I, out- it's not, I don't think it's a specific jam, but we are at the Joe Bros concert portion. Rare. I fast
2: forward to this part and I will admit that. You fast forward it why it's such a good song. I yeah. liked it but then I got bored cuz it's all the same thing. They're just like playing I, I, I just want to play on music.
1: We get it. Thanks. It we does it. it does it does go on a little long. I'll give you that. Um because yeah, then the, he's like, "Oh, Brown's like, "Oh, I convinced my nephew to sing us all a song and the two other brothers show up there uh, to sing along with him and they do the song he was doing by the canoe and then they're like, "Wow, they all loved it." Man, this, we gotta let the music, we gotta let the record label let us play this. Like, this is the music people like and something. And again, another bad edit here. As he says, wow, they all love it. And he's like, yeah, too bad the record label won't let us play it. And then Kevin goes, Yeah, wait, how do we do that? And I was like, That's not, uh, that's not that doesn't work off the sentence he just said, Kevin. What are you talking yes, about? Yes,
2: yes, that doesn't like, make, that didn't make sense. Okay. I thought it's, I misheard that. No,
1: it's, t- it's terrible. It, uh, then Kevin brings up his birdhouse again, which gives him <laughs> a birdhouse. Then after this concert, Tess just decides, you know what? I'm just gonna drop this bomb right now. And she just, like, I was expecting her to wait for a better moment. Like, there more- is no,
2: she just fucking goes after
1: uh she's like mitchy why don't you tell us more about your mom you know the ceo like how great she is also by the way
2: i did look at my notes this was a jam it was called beach jam and i made a note that this the name beach jam is so lazy like it is i missed that out <laughs> entirely. of all the jams this is one of
0: the laziest named jams regarding like the whole like test revealing this i am continually amazed by the fact that everyone is so invested
2: like no, oh, one yeah. cares. Cares? Like, no one who cares no one cares also again guys like again the other problem with this movie uh, cutting room floor like we've seen her talk to just these four people she's never mm-hmm. talked to the hostile Easter crew we don't see her really interact with Lola that much so it's like who else is she disappointing Like, like <laughs> she doesn't
1: have that many camp. friends and, and what so, it's, so what she does she starts like badgering her about like yeah your mom who's super cool and runs hot tunes and all that stuff and does, And uh, Missy's just like yeah yeah you know she's great like she doesn't even put up a very good effort like she knows her good
2: Oh, yeah, she for sure knows. I mean, but I think that's that was normal. Because you can tell by the way that she's acting.
1: Right, she knows she's done. And so it's revealed that she's the, you know, the cook's daughter and she's poor and she was lying and everybody laughs at her. It's very emotionally traumatizing. And oh, yeah, and also this is where it hit me that this was probably a really easy lie to check up on. Like you guys have cell phones. It's 2008. You could have just Googled. They all have
2: flip phones. That's interesting. And also, Kevin Jonas is the only one with the BlackBerry, which says yeah, that's a good lot. Point. And also, like this is the point that Rose were talking about. Like Joe Jonas, he's standing behind her in this whole scene, visibly choking back tears. I was like, Are you gonna fucking cry right now? You've had two conversations with
0: this girl. <laughs> I literally wrote that. I literally wrote his lines. Like I thought you were different. I was like, From all two of your moments together, it's like they gave him a note. Like Joe, you're not emoting enough
2: like we're not getting it from you and he was like oh I'll dial the shit up to eleven right now and like yeah I was like it he's reacting like someone died. Like it <laughs> it's it's palpable I I believed him but I was like whoa this is this he's really in it
1: this was this was his Oscar clip the one they played
2: 100 percent
1: yeah because he overhears all this and freaks and out and there's on her. also
2: an amazing thing that he's like oh like I thought you were different like like, like like I'm sure you got it all down for your interview with pop
0: informant magazine yeah pop informant <laughs> that was one of those magazines
1: but so that's what I'm saying so this so this is the whole conflict now that she thought that he thinks she made it all up to get close to him which has never been shown to be a thing she was trying to do so it's real weird and I think like it's a serious problem. They didn't problem really get movie.
2: that close in my mind.
1: Well, that's again. We've already we've already gone over this. So the fact that they just like have not had enough interaction to make this work.
2: He's making it seem like he gave her passwords
0: to like his email. Like, I, I, it doesn't seem like they're that close. But Emma, okay. that was such an intense canoe ride. We don't
2: true. even know. We don't know what happened on that What happens if the canoe stays in the canoe?
1: <laughs> that's the law of camp, baby. And so then uh it cuts to Shane again being very visibly upset outside of his cabin, strumming his guitar sadly. And Brown trying to like be like, "Oh, are you okay?" And he's like, "Yeah, you know, it's just like I've had my heart broken or something." He doesn't say that, but like that's what he's like. He's just so mad that Mitchy tricked him. And then Tess is coming up to like try and say something to him because I guess she's trying to swoop, but she sees Brown come out in, in like hives, and he's like, "Well, you know what?" She again just-
2: back in the bushes. She's in yes. the bushes constantly,
1: right? And she's like, and he's like, well, you know, I just, now I just need to focus on finding this girl. And I, I, her voice, her song is stuck in my head. And then he sings like the, this is real. This is me. And she hears that she's also way too far away to hear any of their conversation, yep. but I buy that she heard him. So what she what he's saying. And so she's like, wait a minute. And then she goes into the cabin and finds Mitchie's songbook and is like, oh, you are not making it to final jam. And what's weird is she says this to her bracelet, which makes sense is what happens later. But I was just like, why the hell did she say that to her bracelet? <laughs> I was like, excuse me? Why wouldn't you say that to the songbook? Because
2: the bracelet is like her floatsome and her deadsome, and she's petting it.
1: Right. Well, if it had, she stole the song, like, I thought she was gonna, I would that's that. what I'm
2: saying. Why does she look at the songbook? Like, it's so weird. Like, I, it, it doesn't, mi- I thought it was setting up first for the song. I agree with you there.
1: Not only that, but also, why is her stuff still in their cabin? Why does she thank not move out?
2: Also, okay, okay. That, uh, thank you. This is, I was gonna get to it later, we'll get to it right now. why would she still be fucking living with them you have another cabin with your mom go over there and also when she does plant the bracelet if her shit is still in all their cabin why wouldn't she plant it in mitchy's shit in the cabin why is it in between yeah. cookbooks in the kitchen?
1: How yeah, I have that, that to same do note. That? Because, because, okay, well, we're skipping ahead, but like Brown, because she, what she's going to do is she accuses them of stealing their her charm bracelet, but obviously she just planted it, and that's and to get them in trouble. But Brown comes in, and he's like, "We're gonna," she thinks it's you, and you guys have had you know trouble over the camp, so we need to look through your things. And they're like, "Okay." So I was expecting to have to go to their cabins and go through their things but he literally just takes two steps and looks at a stack of books in the kitchen and I was like why would it be here why would it not be why would it be
2: here why would and also like there was a million people in the kitchen at all times like there was a a million people there like and if she's living with you just put it in that dumbass duffel she's carrying around it's crazy okay so there's there's a random scene here that we don't really have to get into I want to get through this also Luke they have another class that is probably like hip hat dancing 201 and Jojo (laughs) is comes in and starts screaming his rage comes back and he's like screaming at demi lovato over like 20 other kids and he's like this music is all that matters um and then there's an insane scene in the lunchroom yep where tess is like a bitch classic interacts with Mitchie and caitlin and Mitchie's like that's it and like she stands up and she's like you know what, like, just, like, you don't get to treat people this way, like, you know, it's like her her power, empowering speech of, like, stop being a dick to everyone, and Tess says this in her insane rebuttal line is, it wasn't obvious, you're out of the group. And I was like, yeah. yes, it's blatantly <laughs> obvious. And I was like, you literally, yeah. five minutes ago, made fun of her for being poor.
1: I, I assumed, I assumed she was out of the group when you busted her. Like, what? Yeah, like, I,
2: that's what I'm saying, like, I was like, I was three scenes ago, I knew she was out of the group. Like, they could I mean, write a better line I mean, she's still
0: living in the, she's still living in the cabin, man. <laughs> That's gotta
1: be This is be like awkward the weirdest
0: post breakup thing ever. <laughs> it's not obvious. Yeah. Like, it, it was obvious to me. Like, I don't yeah, know if they, everyone did else did. They, did they co sign the lease on that cabin? <laughs>
2: yeah. Like, I. Why are they still tied up in, like, escrow in this cabin? Like, I.
1: Right. Okay. But then she does the charm bracelet. So we do a montage catching us up to Final Jam.
2: Everyone's preparing for Final Jam. And you just see people, they're just kids we've never seen before screwing light bulbs into things. But uh, putting strings on guitars nothing says prepare a final jam like a bag of loose scarves that allison stoner and temi lovato play with for 10 minutes
1: Cause, because now they're deciding to perform together and so they're practicing and they're just and throwing
0: ridden. scarves on each other and that's how they're practicing was this a right. montage where we also get like for the first time in the entire movie we actually get like actual musical instruments being shown that aren't
1: guitars yes
0: yes, yes. like they are like oh people play like the fucking keyboard here, and
2: like, uh, the cello, like, there's other kids, like, prepping their instruments.
1: I think we saw that in the telephone montage, too, where kids were, like, playing saxophones and flutes and stuff, uh, but yeah, definitely here, too. But so yeah, so then they're in the kitchen and she does her whole you stole my charm bracelet and then they're like no we didn't and then he's like okay I guess we'll have to look for it takes two steps finds it and then it's like oh well I mean I mean, you don't have any proof she did frame you and I have proof that makes it seem like you kind of stole it so I have to ban you from all camp activities until the end of until final jam until the
0: end of final jam did you get that say that a little bit louder for the people wait in did the everybody back. hear did everybody hear
2: until the end of final jam
1: okay so here's the thing two things about this one it's kind of cliche but it did make me hate tess a lot definitely made me very mad yeah it's I, I was did, did a good did a good job two is that they say like in the next scene that he was like repeating it and emphasize it he says it like twice he doesn't say it that he wasn't times.
0: really that emphasized no. it just comes back so hard
1: right oh also I, at some point the the nick uh, nick and kevin's names are revealed to be nate and jason in this movie that's not important mm-hmm. but i we should have noted it
0: wait i something about that With, like, them all getting back to, like, with them showing up again, Mm -hmm. time in this movie is wild because he goes, like... It's not the same just hugging Nate. They were just together two scenes ago.
2: Was this, like, supposed to be over six weeks or three days? Like, I couldn't tell ya.
1: Yes, that, you're right. I forgot about this. Is that That's where I why I had that note here, is because they come into Joe uh, Shane's cabin and are like, oh, we're back together. Like, yay, hugs. And Kevin gets a dumb line about hugging them and whatnot. But yeah, Each, but Marissa- They just
2: came to perform Play My Music.
1: <laughs> you're right. But also, Marissa, you are correct. In this film- Time has no meaning, as we like to None. say around here. None. None. Nope. It is entirely inconsequential. But they get they get together, and then he asks uh, Shane if he found the girl with the voice. And he's like, what? And I was like, hey, I know things. And I was like, no, you don't, Kevin. This movie has shown us very clearly you don't know much of anything. And so then it cuts to Mitchie and Caitlin by the lake on like okay this gave me severe anxiety is that Caitlyn has her laptop precariously dangling
2: on, over an open
1: body of water oh, yeah she has it on the railing and I was like girl what are you doing like that's that's the craziest thing I've ever seen I know your character has to have a laptop at all times I guess no, 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 no. Luke you
2: know when we said earlier that her we were like why are they saying her character doesn't give a fuck about everything anything <laughs> here is her character not giving <laughs> a fuck about anything
1: that's true yes but so uh, then they're like man I can't believe we can't get to perform like all just because brown does can't Here's until the where end of they Final realize
2: Jam. that they think Brown's giving them a code of like until the end of Final Jam. Yeah,
1: and so then we cut to Final Jam. Well, we cut to uh, uh, Tess preparing for Final Jam with.
2: Also, really quickly, this is something that happens throughout this whole movie, and I'll just say it right here, really quick, because this is when I noticed it. Why are these 14-year-old girls? all wearing hoop earrings the size of dinner plates. Like, every single one of them. My mom would beat my ass if I tried to wear that big of a hoop at 14. Amen,
0: yes.
2: (laughs) Like, they're all in these massive hoop earrings. And I,
0: it's not just one of them, it's like, every Caitlin in certain points is wearing these massive hoops. Like, I, it was really jarring. That is a hundred percent accurate, and I can hear my mother screaming at me
1: in like yes. the distant past. I was, more fo- I was more focused on like these like silk green robes all three of them are wearing behind <laughs> the scenes. I was like, where did you get those? But but yeah, so they're like practicing a little bit in front of the mirror, and she like just goes off and like, "Can you guys not get it right? This is final jam. This is where it's all going down. You need to do better." And then they just explode on her. They're just like, "You are the worst. We all hate. We hate you. We're not going to perform with you." Like Peggy and Ella Bale. Peggy and Ella bail on her. And she's like, fine, I don't need you. It's whatever. And so then we cut to the beginning of Final Jam, when you're introduced to, again, this is where they name drop the two guys who have been at the periphery of this movie with the Hasa La Vista crew.
2: Hasa La Vista didn't
0: have to go the fuck off, but it does. (laughs) It is a great (laughs) song.
1: I I think by the end of it, I liked it, but it starts off a little weird.
0: Oh, I'm adding this to my workout playlist. Yes. (laughs) It should have been there years ago, but it needs to be. It's great. But it's also weird, again, back
2: to Cutting Room Floor, like, it's so weird that Ella hops on stage and performs yes. with these guys. Yeah. This never bothered me when I watched it originally, and I was like, they've never spoken. No. Like, they have had zero interaction until this point right now.
0: And she's no,
1: no, no. front
2: and center.
1: She's front and center. She's, like, a mainline And main they, line they have
2: a moment where they, like, look at each other and like, yeah, and then it's, like, almost like there was conflict, and they've overcome it, and it's like, we've never seen you guys have a conversation.
1: It's wild there's trampolining it's it's pretty incredible because you know it's the a lot of portion. tumbling
2: a lot of tumbling yes.
1: and then we do uh tess's performance and she does and a- tess
2: is staring at a poster of her mom before she goes on stage like right. and i said does she carry it everywhere
1: like does she fold up and put it in her pocket but then she goes out on onto stage and who does she see in the audience but T. her J. mother tj tyler. tyler and she's just like oh my gosh yes my mother's here to support me this is all I've ever wanted, and she just keeps performing. And I also like to point out, uh, since we were talking about th- this is the closest the movie gets to being an actual musical, where songs inform character, because it's all about how important it is to have like more than one, like how you need people in your life. Because it's song about like two sh- two stars shine brighter oh, together. Oh, Jimmy! Or something.
2: Look at you, look at me. There's never any us. Can't you see? Can't right. you see? Um, also, this she's so auto-tuned here. This is what I was talking about. She sounds like
1: It's terrible. But then in the middle of it, her mom has to take a phone call. And I was expecting her to, like, fully leave the... She's right there She just like Steps out of her seat And stands in the aisle She's still looking at her Totally fine And also soon as She
2: lightly trips
1: Trips on nothing She trips
2: on nothing And she then Sprints off stage Like she's been Like recover bitch Like the show must (laughs) go
0: on Like this has shattered Her life Like everything is over That minor fumble Has destroyed her
1: Yeah her performance Is ruined She goes and cries In a corner And uh We have Peggy Oh Peggy Peggy, And I'm
2: gonna be honest With you guys And I want you guys To support me And I know that like People will judge me did I fast forward Peggy's entire song? Yes, I did. Same. Who did? Absolutely. Every same. time we watch, every everyone's watched this movie.
1: Peggy's no- song was not deserved. I'm sorry.
2: Peggy's song is the
0: Vanessa Hudgens songs of these <laughs> movies, and also we didn't see her enough to care about her. Do you notice that they put together that entire montage and it's kind of like how you're saying, cutting room floor. They just dropped everything that had to do with her. They pasted it back together. They threw some music over it and they expected us to buy it and I don't buy it. No, I don't. I do do not. not.
1: And also, had they given us like one scene where maybe she was shown to be like the nicer sidekick or something like that and like maybe an okay person instead of just like her crony the entire time and then she gets mad with her, it would have been a little more impactful. But otherwise, I was just like, why are we supposed to care about her now? I don't get it. I don't.
2: I don't. I don't. Her song ends. Everyone's moved. There's the Jonas Brothers doing her whole song we're doing like the skeptical audience member suddenly becomes really enthralled with the performance. <laughs> then Brown comes on stage and he's like, there's some shrimp on the Bobby. It's the end of Final Jam. Stop and- it,
1: Emma. <laughs> it's the end of Final Jam, which means the judges have to go and deliberate in private. And then they just stand up and go to the back of the room.
2: Yeah, they go five feet away. And yeah. also, so then, so then he come, Brown runs off stage. He sees Caitlin and Oh, oh also, sorry. i am ai am
1: Sorry, the judges are the Jonas brothers. That's why they were there. We didn't make that explicit. If
2: you don't know that, turn this podcast the <laughs> fuck off. Honestly, I don't want you here. Um, so they, they he comes off stage and he's like, sees Mitchie and Caitlyn, and they're like, Come on, it's the end of Final Jam and you see all of Demi Lovato's teeth shining at you <laughs> and
1: like chips like, Skylark,
2: and he's like, I yes. was so hoping you would get that. Go rook it, pulpit, which is then, that's what you're saying, Luke, where it, go, it sounds super Mick Jagger by the end of the movie, where it started off Australian and
0: now we've gone full Brit. Thank you for incorporating that, by the way.
2: I wrote that down. I wrote that line also, down. Also,
1: here's my thing with this. Is that, why did he do this for them? He has shown no, in no scenes he showed compassion towards Caitlin or Mitchie, or the fact that he knew Tess was full of garbage.
2: Oh, they've barely spoken. They've barely
1: spoken. He has no reason to believe they actually didn't steal the charm bracelet, or like them, or do any favors for them. And so I was just like, okay, I guess you're just gonna do that. I I I just didn't get it. Like, again, small scene with him between the characters would have gone a long way towards its end, and I bet they shot it, and it's on the cutting room floor
0: well don't forget though he does express that he is and he in his words totally wigged out by all of this so he does not ex- he expects better from them
2: oh oh completely and they've spoken once and this is i discussed, we just have to get into it like she goes on stage <laughs> and i have full body chills from the opening chord.
1: I'll let you two ladies have this. Go for it. Oh my god.
2: She, and also I remember this choreography, like, oh, but I don't remember the names of like my best friend, significant others, but like I remember the fact that she's facing the back and when the, for the first like part of the verse and then when they, bangs and it's like this is real she turns around and her bangs go flying
0: and I lost my mind. I know it wasn't shot in slow-mo, but I saw it in slow-mo. Yes. And maybe that's yes. just a me thing, but like that was power. <laughs> oh this is and I like I said earlier,
2: this is a stars born duet where she starts with this is me and does like the whole thing. And then from five feet away, oh. Joe Jonas in slow-mo, I don't know if it's real, in my mind it was slow-mo, his straightened <laughs> hair whips around and you see his hair shake as much as hers does. I want you guys to know, I watched this movie yesterday, sober as a stone on my couch in my apartment alone. I was singing along at the top of my lungs, (laughs) involuntarily, involuntarily, it was, it was a, a bodily reaction I could not control, and I didn't realize it until five minutes, and I was like, oh, I'm singing, I'm singing to this song, I was like, this is real, this is me, like, so, like, top of my lungs, and they're staring at each other, and I don't know a love like this, and last note, wanted them to make out, so badly, and they don't. And that hurt me. You don't even
1: get a cheek kiss.
2: Nothing. I am left high and dry. Literally. Like, I... I, They don't even hug. They
0: hold, like, they loosely hold hands. I literally wrote, all we get is, like, a sensual handhold," and that is... Yes! Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, they have all the chemistry, like, it's
2: all there, and you're like, ah! You're like, yes! Like, it's so he, palpable, but they don't
0: do it, and it's infuriating. He looks at her like she is his savior, like, the oh, look in his god. eyes when he turns around. Oh my god! I could watch that turn on the loop
2: for six hours. <laughs> like, I... When his hair whips around he sees her, and he realizes she is the voice he hears inside his head. Lost. Lost me.
1: It's like he's looking into the face of God.
2: Miss- yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, I wrote, yeah. Literally, I'm looking at my notes, and I, I just wrote, I am singing along so loudly.
1: So they sing this song, and it's good. It's, pro- it's, it's probably the best musical number in, uh, in the movie, in my opinion. Although I do like the We Rock song that they do in a second. And then they go backstage.
2: They have a weird conversation where they do the classic movie thing of when someone has perpetuated a lie to start a relationship they're like they reintroduce themselves and she's like hi i'm Mitchie. my mom's a cook like let's start over they do that
1: despite the fact that he has no reason to forgive forgive her for any, of no, anything but she's the girl with the voice yeah oh that's all the only reason he is even talking to her right now is because he found out she's the girl with the voice that made me upset but yeah then they make a date for another romantic canoe ride <laughs> and uh and then tess comes up and is like Oh, hey, you were really great, and by the way, I'm sorry, I realized I was being a terrible person. Uh, She also says that to Peggy, too. They have a a side where she compliments her because she realizes what a terrible person she's been. And she told Brown they didn't steal the charm bracelet, and they're like, okay, thanks. And they're just like, that was weird, I don't know why she decided to be a person. And then the parents come back, That her dad's there, too, but he doesn't get a line.
2: No, but I did like this part when her parents come back, because she finally thanked her fucking mom for getting her into this camp she wanted to go to so badly. Thank your parents, everyone. Her mom put fucking cookies and drums. Like Yeah,
1: especially not that especially especially that mom. She's the best. And uh then they do the we rock song.
2: I forgot about this song completely. I was oh. so high off of the <laughs> this is real, this is me gotta find you mashup. I was like, Oh, there's another
1: song. Oh, the I did not forget. Song?
0: I another banger.
1: No, yeah, because this is the one they advertised the crap out of before the movie came out. Like they like showed you how to do the music where you like strum a guitar and then like
2: that's what I wrote down this guitar choreo, I missed when they were. Remember. the choreo in this is great, and they're yeah, all good. really good at it. Joe and Demi know it really well, and Alison Sonner Soner obviously is better than everyone. But it's really good.
1: But so they do the We Rock song, and then they just do like a slow fade of her and uh, Joe Jonas like looking at each other, and that's Camp Rock, and that's, that's how the, that's how that's how that. I movie like how they just
2: ended. They know that they. I do like this movie. They didn't have those bullshit scenes after this. They're so like, let's end on a banger. Let's yes. have them fucking strum fake guitars. Have someone they end, do a back they layout end on a strong note. And they end with like they end rocking, and I yes, absolutely, I appreciate it.
1: Camp rocking, um, yeah. So I <laughs> this is a complicated movie for me <laughs> because <laughs> I do think it's good. I would never say it's bad, but it just has a lot of issues in my opinion. And Lucas,
2: I say this with love. No one cares, so just give your rating and let's look, move look, on.
1: look. If you think you can get over the faults in this movie that we've talked about, then I have no problem with it. Clearly, you two can because you're being blinded by joe jonas's face but for me this movie's like a 6.5 that is no it's, no you know what okay i'll give it a seven because for two reasons because it an, like you
2: didn't hear any of the songs because yeah, like that's, that's, a, that's why the songs
1: it. are good choreography's good ends on a strong note i'll bump it to a seven but it's a begrudging seven but can i assume you guys both give it 10 out of 10? 10 10
2: Ten. Absolutely,
1: it yeah, tens absolutely.
2: across the board.
1: Yeah, well, this no. movie is a
2: shining no. star.
1: Look, I get it. I'm that I'm that one gymnastic judge who doesn't give the perfect ten to the. Are I look and
2: force myself to watch these movies, and then like I'm like, oh, thank God that's over. I might like watch this again tonight with a glass <laughs> of red. Like I, it's that good. And Demi Lovato deserves everything she has. She has an amazing voice. She's an amazing performer. I love her. I love the Jonas Brothers. I'm happy
0: they're back. Talent wins and it's still winning today. And I think we can all see that. Absolutely. This is just, this is, this restored meaning to life at, you know what? Like sometimes, sometimes the world gets dark and this is just a moment of light.
2: Yes, I, I agree completely. My dream, my dream. And like, I hope, you guys, uh, don't judge me for this, but, like, because people were talking about it, my fucking dream, which will never happen, is that they would do, like, a reunion tour because, like, all the, like, revival things of, like, Jonas Brothers are back, like, um, Miley, like, Miley, like, re-Hannah Montana her hair, like, if they did a tour that was Jonas Brothers, Miley Cyrus as Hannah Montana, and Demi Lovato, I would lose my fucking mind. And
1: I would pay thousands of dollars. Emma, we—if they do that, we should not have to pay any money to attend. They should just oh. let us in for free.
2: I should be on stage
1: with my flat iron hair in <laughs> my house. We're the ones keeping the eternal flame burning on the, uh, that has allowed them to resurface, in my opinion. So really, they owe us. Yes. But, but we're running a bit long, and we don't really have a tagline this month. So we just—and so the, those are our ratings. So we need to talk about uh, what movie we're watching next month.
2: And I'm not picking.
1: I am picking. Thank God. Well, let's see what you think. Um, so last year for May, we did zombies, which is, was a great episode. I think it was Love a fun zombies. one. Fun, fun, fun discussion on that one. So that inspired me to do something. You see, there was another decom that came out that year that we've talked about a little bit. And I think I'd like to start a new thing that I'm sure Emma will ignore when it's her turn to choose this month next year. I forget all the rules. You do. But I'm going to start a thing, which is Modern Movie May, where we watch a more modern Disney Channel original movie. So join us in May, where we will be watching the 2018 Disney Channel musical remake of Freaky Friday.
2: Wow. Cannot wait. I'm going to hate it. I know, I know you I will. will hate it.
1: I know you will. I'm keeping an open mind. Also, I picked this because I realized we've only done two musicals this year, including Camp Rock. We did high school musical at the beginning and then this one. We've been devoid of musicals, so I wanted to squeeze one more in wherever we could. But that's what we're going to watch next month. I think it'll be interesting. Um le- but let's start talking plugs. Marissa, is there anything you would like to plug? Sure,
0: you can find me on Instagram at rissa candeloro. You might need to spell that. Yeah, if, if you can if you can find me that'd be impressive. It's R-I-S-S-A <laughs> and then C-A-N-D-I-L-O-R-O.
1: There you go. I just I was like I you got to spell it for any people. <laughs> I learned that the hard way. Um Ava, where can people find you on the internet?
2: People can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at. Emma Stone Tyler
1: wonderful you can find me online at wildfire underscore king on twitter you can also find my patreon at patreon.com slash Lucas Tyler if you can help me out there I really appreciate it thank you all to the people who are helping me now uh but especially importantly you can find us on twitter at d comedy podcast you can give us a follow there you can become a d comrade you should also definitely check out the twitter because when you're hearing this episode we will have the poll up for what our next bonus episode should be and we are going to do... Actually, I didn't run this by you, so it's a surprise to you, too. Um, we are going to do some Disney Channel premiere films, which was their weird precursor to the Disney Channel original movies. So your choices are Suzy Q, Wish Upon a Star, The Paper Brigade, and Northern Lights.
2: And also, please rate and review us on iTunes. And if you really liked Marissa... Tell us on iTunes and say she did an amazing job. Maybe we'll have her back. G- give Yay. her a cool review.
1: Yeah, well, there's there is another Camp Rock movie that we'll have to get to at some point. Oh my god. But speaking, <laughs> but speaking of which, Marissa, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you had a great time,
0: guys. Thank you so much. This is like my dream, <laughs> and you guys are awesome.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. You're oh, awesome. Thank you. We loved having you. You were
2: amazing. You <laughs> yes. were great. Thanks, thank
1: you. <laughs> All right, well, I think that's going to do it for us this month. That's it. All right, we will see you in May for Freaky Friday. But until then, DCOMs forever and rock on.